I just I just threw these on here last night to see if they fit. And like I'm going out to buy Christmas decorations right after we record, so yeah, I'm gonna, I might get actual Christmas lights. I want to get some garlands. I want to get at least a yeah. wreath for here. Yeah. What's up? Yeah. What's that? What are can? Do you want the Christmas village? I wanted to buy it last year, and you were like, no. Did, is, is it still, still available last year? Or is this this yeah, year's? This that's last year. Yeah, Bill doesn't have this year's. This isn't any of these. No, this years year's is a bullshit train set. Yeah. Uh, it's not terrible, but it's not interesting. So it's probably not available that, anymore. God damn me! No, see, yeah, the, the main house—that's like the, the the skiing village thing. That's I, that's the first one I bought like four yeah, or five years yeah. ago. Oh god damn it! Yeah, which I'm sure that's long out of print. So this, yeah, this this is Santa's uh, workshop, which mm -hmm. is. I, you know, I guess Bill, you set it up so cute. I, I have to do it better. This, like I said, I just threw these all together right in front of the TV just to have something. Uh, but uh. Yeah. I'm complimenting you! People got upset because this is a reprint of a set that came out like 10 years ago, cool. and they just reprinted it last year, and everyone's like, I'm upset no, because see, their collector's I, I value. Saw, I saw people weren't upset, people were delighted because it's an improved version of it. Exactly, that's the other thing. Mm -hmm. That's why I want them to do the same thing with all the creator, the town sets. like The, all the, the like, earlier, the earlier yeah, like ones? Yeah, like the city hall and everything yeah. like that. Because... Yeah, because those came out before Lego really blew up, and so there's a lot of people lusting after them, yeah. but they're all out yeah. of print, and they could be they're all out of print, designed they're not, better. They're not that. They're not as good. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't have current attention to detail. Yeah, like if they could bump all that stuff up to the quality of like the detectives agency uh -huh. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Yeah, they, even the the bank, the bank's fucking amazing. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like they, they've totally hit a whole new level. So if they could go back and revisit those sets, so then those sets aren't even that old. Yeah, but yeah, no, I exactly, agree. Yeah. I agree completely because every time Annie is always like pointing at me, going like. Do you want it? Because I only, I really do. If I'm gonna, if I'm gonna get a Lego, I really want something that's gonna take me like a week or so to build, and yeah. I want something that's gonna be a challenge. I mean, it's one of the things I like the most about the beginning of the year, is we now have a tradition of going to the Lego store, yeah, and Aww. and picking stuff up, and then on New Year's, that's like that's, New Year's that's your days, day. the days off that we have. Like I'm building Lego, and mm -hmm. it's fucking amazing, and it's very tactile and contemplative, and. And then at the end of it, I have this really cool thing, and and the sets have been the detective agency was the first time we did it, and then yeah. the bank, and it's just it's awesome. But yeah. I don't want any of those other shit sets. I don't want to see Hall, Garbage Town. They kind of look okay, but like I said, they could be they better. Really they're match. not bad. Yeah. Yeah, but like yeah, well that, that's the thing. Well, that's so many people just got into Lego when they when they leveled up right around the time of yeah. the Lego Movie when Lego really exploded. And they just happen to get better at the same time, so yeah. like they should go back and try to redo yeah. some of their better sets and kind of do them a little bit better. I mean, they've already been doing that with like the lights and stuff. They've already gone back and like they have like three different Millennium Falcons yeah, 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 and yeah. stuff like that. So why not do that with the main actual Lego sets, not even licensed stuff? But, yeah. 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 Anyway, to, oh. we're recording. I don't know if this is the start of the podcast. Annie. Annie, I'm, what do I'm you think? Christmas. Are you? <clears throat> what are you, are you buying the Christmas set? Yeah. Oh, the train set. No, I'm, I'm buying. House. I'm buying the. I'm buying the Winter Toy Shop, and then I'm gonna see if this one is still available. Oh, the Winter Toy Shop is still available. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That was last Christmas. Yeah. I just assumed that like that's such Mama's a seasonal gonna, thing. Mama's gonna that, like, build a Winter one, Toy Shop. The to actually, that's not even the whole toy set because I got this over here. I got yeah. it's it's a little like it's almost like a shattered house with an elf outside. Oh my god! It's the toy making machines over here. This is a cool set. Look at that. It's a little. <laughs> It's a little steampunk machine it's with a little, little assembly like, Oh my god, that's really out. cute, Bill. No, Lego's fucking cute as balls. Oh, I hate that. It's, it's fucking... Yeah, so I combined the uh, last year's Santa's workshop with the uh, skiing village little... It's, it's really, really little cute. Little cabin it's, from like three or four years ago. It's just nice because it's this nice, like... Do you go through and change their faces? 
like to be angry? No, no, no. Yes, to be pissed. <laughs> just a pissed, a no. pissed Christmas world. No, because it's like in the um, in even in the 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 detective agency set and the bank set and everything like that. Like one of my favorite things to do is after everything is built. Yeah, Annie's got. Because of Benton and because of how that works, oh, like she has heads. so many extra extra parts, extra yeah. extra hair, extra heads, extra, blah, blah, blah. and going through and then just fine tuning the six or seven characters that are put into it, and then and then figuring out their their personality and changing their face. I've never quite done that. The the, the unfortunate of me thing because this uh, the Winter Village set. Uh, came out again right before like Lego right. kind of leveled up. The people are kind of bland. They're not bad, but yeah. like you do have just it's the guy with the chainsaw. And he's just kind of like a got a, a generic beard. There's not quite as much character storytelling right. in the thing as there would be if they put it out now. Right. So where the, like the characters would be a little more distinct with like a little more. So we like, have a bag of heads. Yeah. Of good neat heads, and then you go through and you figure it out. And you're like, he's got glasses. So you can do that. He's got freckles. Aww. Yeah, you yeah. can customize the characters a little more. Actually, get like give them more personality, which yeah. would be a nice thing. Yeah, I changed yeah. like the bank manager to a lady. Oh man, and, like like, like yeah. all that all that oh, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think what was it? I think it was from the, you know what Annie. I think the Santa's workshop is also had one of the carolers that you mm-hmm. wanted like the ladies chest because she mm-hmm. has like a Victorian carolers yeah. out, and nice. it was a chest piece that yeah, you can't you can get anywhere that. else. A lot of times that that doesn't. I think happening. I gave mine to Annie. Yeah. yeah, is is Annie ends up going like, oh, this will work for, and I'm like, it's fine, and we'll just find bits a different, and different So different we got we got one we got the um, toy shop, but uh, yeah, I went I went this one, but yeah, that one's super out of print, and okay. it's yeah. like two hundred and fifty dollars now. Yeah, that's the first one I bought. That was my little first Lego gift to myself for like ninety nine dollars. Uh-huh. Like that, that first, that first Christmas. Yeah, Lego's cool. Like I said, I was kind of cooling down on Lego stuff, as I mentioned last week. But still, Lego's pretty cool. I still have the Arjitsu Temple I need to build. Well, this week I got in a bunch of uh, IKEA stuff. Mm-hmm. I built up two new glass cabinets. Uh, I built up two of three new bookcases. Nice. And the nice thing about I have these like chest high bookcases that uh, not only is it more room for books, but now I have more display space right. for Lego stuff. So yeah. now I actually have a space. I have the Ghostbusters half-built Ghostbusters nice. headquarters that I need to get uh, yeah. uh, uh, Conley uh, or Jimmy and uh, Leland back in here to finish up. But now I have space. I can actually build the Urjitsu Temple and the Simpsons home. You're like, you need some floor support to come in and build, build bit, that yeah. Lego. <laughs> okay, if you guys want to you come need, over you and need help to outsource out. building that. I might try to do the Urjitsu Temple this the, this month. That might yeah. be my little Christmas thing. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but... but yeah, Lego's, Lego's great. It's so... Like, we went out yesterday and we got a... Um, yeah, we're talking about this now just because uh, right next to where we're recording, uh, I have my TV set up, and at the base of the TV, I've got my the, the whole all the winter yeah. Christmas stuff set up. Pause for one second. Hey, everybody, this is the Boy Howdy Podcast. What? I'm Annie. That's Bill, and this is Fully. Yeah, okay, yeah. Continue. Thank so you. So you Annie Fully, you had a story. Um, no, yeah, we just we went out yesterday, and we were. Um, uh, who knew that it would be so difficult to find an artificial Christmas tree? Uh, uh you know, like three weeks before Christmas. Probably Who's everybody but us. Trees except for allergic people. She's well, an allergic I mean, person. We, well, that's what I'm saying. We live you're in a, justified. Well, but I mean, we live in a world of Christmas trees. We live in like right, right. ground zero of pine Not trees. Not everybody and shit. wants to take care a of real a tree. real tree. Yeah, yeah. Those people are fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we went out. We went out looking for one, and, and literally, like the first place we went to, somebody was standing by the tree that was like the right size. Like we're yeah. like, because we need a specific size. Where'd you L- go to like Walmart shorty. or something? No, we went to we went to Target. Okay, know? and then like four other places. Um, but like yeah, Aww. so like almost every place like there's no stock. 
and they wouldn't sell the display or the one place where they were hovering in front of it and were like, that's the one I want to look at. I want to see if that's right. And then they just were like, okay, you can. And they just took the display. And I'm like, damn it! Could you not just buy a real tree and a hazmat suit for Annie? But, yeah. That was, there we go. Just like, saran wrap my face. Hey, Annie, you can, put, like, you can put a pine uh, car air freshener inside mm-hmm. the helmet. There we so go. at least you can get, like, get the, uh-huh. the effect, so the can, sense of So you the, can still go. go all asthmatic. I was yeah. going to say, I have a different sort of allergic reaction. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. Aww. No, but yeah, we finally got our tree. We got we, we wound up getting one that was the right size, the right shape. It came with this nasty-ass urn. Mm-hmm. Like it was sitting in an urn. It's like a weighted. What? Yeah, yeah. It's a thing. We saw like a lot of this. Bowl if you want, like a no, an urn, like a like a um, looked made to look like a cast urn, like a cast concrete. It urn. was plastic it's, as shit. It's plastic mm. as shit. If you want a four foot tree, most of them come in shitty little urns. Yeah, yeah. So um, we wound up getting it, and then fully just made it a new base out of wood. <laughs> Called it. Yeah, like we're driving home, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna stop by the carpentry, and craft something, like, yeah, the, the wood crafters place, and, and do something. And it was great because I'm like looking, I'm like, okay. Okay, my my uh, uh, compressor still has air in it, but it's not plugged in. That should be enough to put three nails into this. I'm just gonna glue this, snap, snap, walk in, and I'm like cleaning the glue off of it. And he's like, "You're okay, yeah, you're already done. All right." Well, <laughs> and then like drilled it, drilled it out, and put it in there. So what do, really guys, what do you guys? What do you guys do for decorations? You have a thing. I mean, we have uh, usually my family tradition is the day after Thanksgiving we turn on the Little Women soundtrack and put up the tree. This year, I have a work deadline that is kicking my ass. You're fact, still... Yeah. Okay. I will not be done until hopefully Tuesday. Oof. So today, okay. this is my break this morning. Wow. Okay. Before I go home and start working on the finish line. Um, and, uh, but, so we haven't really been able... Poor Foley. We haven't been able to celebrate her birthday, nor have we been able to do any Christmas stuff. So, um, yesterday I took Foley out to lunch. We got, um, fondue and a beer the size of her head. And uh, then we went out and got our Christmas tree. And we we started to put things up. Normally we we have a um we have a collection of ornaments, and they're almost all bottle brush animal ornaments. They're, they're all they're all animals. They're definitely all animals. Where do you get them from? All different, over. Tons of different well, places. Well, usually if you have a family, usually there's like, you've inherited like ornaments yeah. or like you've had them for a long, long time. So when you're like well, starting all from of scratch, stuff, it's... Yeah. Well, yeah. when I moved to Portland, yeah, I mean, I didn't take any of my family's ornaments with me. That's with the saying, exception yeah. of my mother's um, best friend has made my that sister true, and I yeah. an ornament every year for our whole lives, okay. ever since we were born. So I do have her stash of ornaments, but other than that, yeah, we They still count their doves. Yeah, we have a bunch of doves, so they were Bunch work. of doves. Yeah, that's, yeah. Our, that's now our aesthetic on our tree, is that it's all animal ornaments. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we can't, we can't... And then Annie found um, these really cute... Uh, uh, what is it? The bear and and uh... they're they're kind of like a, a Fantastic Mr. Fox sort of aesthetic, but they're like these these like six inch uh, dolls. That uh, it's a like anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, just but they're like hanging in out clothes. wearing pants. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and so there's a bear and a fox, and they have posable arms. So we got one of each of them. And oh, that uh, is really cute. Fully yeah, fully their arms together. Yeah, and, and I made them. They date. have little black dot eyes. They're yeah. really cute. They're that really is. cute. They're really cheaply made, and I'm yeah, madly in love cool. with them. So yeah, we're like we're we're it's pretty pretty low key, pretty subtle, but you know. Because I love Christmas trees. Well, that's the thing. My housemates really aren't into Christmas that much, so mm-hmm. we never get a tree or anything like that. So whatever Christmas stuff we do is just whatever we do. Like pretty much whatever I do here in the basement. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it, it seems like a bit much to lug in a whole tree down here just for me to enjoy by myself. But, like, if I got a fake tree, I could keep it up all year yeah. long. Yeah, dude. But then, fuck fake trees. Because it's all half <laughs> Bill, the point of a real tree. Bill, it's, it's the scent and everything Bill, like that. you have, like, 
15 video game consoles and a 4K television down here. And, like, all this shit is literally just for you. Get yourself yeah. a fucking tree, dude. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do have room. Oh, no. Cleared everything out of here. That is so self-indulgent. It's self-indulgent, <laughs> man. Just the guy with Tom Crow and Turbo <laughs> in here in the room. Uh, maybe. We'll see. Uh, well, that's the thing. I'm right after saying. we finish recording, I'm at least going out to buy uh, some garlands and mm-hmm. a big uh, Christmas wreath and some cr- extra Christmas yeah, skillets. Because yeah. I am going to start yeah, decorating. Well, tomorrow's my birthday. I don't spend tomorrow yes, uh, decorating in here um, and trying to put more books on the shelves because I'm still recuperating from the flood and I trying can, to put everything yeah, back. Sure, yeah. And I think I'm going to try to make some chicken soba tomorrow. Because I, I didn't even You're think... Because like, I've been so distracted by stuff. He's going to what? Make chicken <laughs> sopa! You're going to... Make some me gusta soup. <sighs> stuff. Man, it's it's nothing but a gi- big giant thing of gloopy cheese and chicken oh, and tortillas. God, and fresh and hot. Damn, and... it's so good. Oh man, did we make? Did you make that when Maxwell Maxwell Motley was here? I can't remember. I think you did. I, I know we did. may have ordered pizza or something like that. I when think she you was did. Here, but... I I don't know. I felt like I, uh, one time you made chicken sopa. And maybe it turned out a little spicy. Yeah. And everyone was kind of like, "Oh, this is kind of spicy." And I think I had four helpings. Oh, that's what it was. That's yeah. <laughs> and I was yeah. like, "This is amazing." I think that was also your first time having chicken sopa. I think. I I did. I, it yeah. Left I think an I gave you half mark. of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. because I mean it's funny because it's only relatively bland Midwestern just casserole, oh, God, but like so it's good. It's really hearty and good though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the other thing too because i was contemplating because it's gonna be my birthday tomorrow and i have no plans yeah mm-hmm. closest thing to a birthday thing is like well, we're going out to see star wars next oh good week, yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 uh but then i was like well maybe uh westworld uh finale airs tomorrow yeah. night if annie and fully want to come over and we can watch something but then you guys are got shit going on yeah, yeah but uh, i'll be working tomorrow oh, night speaking of which maybe actually no, i should say that on the podcast oh no. <laughs> no i was gonna say do you want to play with fully tomorrow so hey I work? hey fully will you go I'm with fine. happy birthday are you so still I, I mean i no oh, no I'm no not. no i'm definitely I, back to work poor foley has been like basically oh well no i've been working like from 9 a.m to 11 p.m yeah almost every day yeah foley's been weekdays widowed. and weekends for Fo- the last couple of weeks. And what has Foley been doing with Foley's time? Foley's because been watching Supergirl and drawing lots of Supergirl fan art. <laughs> <laughs> That's a big shocker. But yeah. Before I forget, though, yeah, do, yeah, yeah. do you guys have any interest in seeing Star Wars on opening night? Yeah, we needed... I was going to talk to you about that. I do still, but I didn't want to assume you still had tickets available. Because if you if they're if spoken you for... No, no, no. If they're, if they're spoken, spoken for, it's fine. fine. No, this is the thing. I bought nine tickets for opening night uh-huh. at the Century Eastport 16. Uh-huh. With assigned seating? Uh-huh. Assigned seating. In a row. So we could show... I have the best seats. I have. <laughs> it's uh, a first row, uh, row E, the first elevated the row. The first elevated uh-huh. row. The nine middle seats. Oh, Bill. And like the the, the lounge chair. And everybody's uh, like, blah, blah, I reserved seating. Hate you. Yeah. <laughs> I want no because uh, Star Wars. We were talking about this last week. Star Wars. Uh, okay, you got the was, recliners. The movie don't they? might be bullshit though. That's the funny thing. No. Who knows about the movie? But it's the reclining. Think, blah blah um, blah. blah. Yeah. Um, and uh, the only people uh, I have tickets, especially for it's. It, well, no, I have eight. Tickets, I think. Yeah, because you got uh, one for you. Yeah, uh, it's me, Mike Russell, Bobby mm-hmm. Roberts, and mm-hmm. his wife. So uh-huh. what? That's four of us. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's four. So of that you. means I still have four tickets left. Well, the other thing, uh, well, we're gonna give some to Jimmy and Conley, uh-huh. but then they have a group of five, like a minimum. They need a minimum of five tickets, uh-huh. and I don't have that many because right. yeah. I only have eight tickets, and like I already have, there's already four. Yeah. So they just so they're shooting off doing their own things. With Billy? So yeah. I have so if you you and two other people. Because yesterday I was like, Dylan and Katie, like, do you guys want to see Star Wars? And they were like, bruh, bruh, bruh. You know, actually, who would if you really need to what? more? Kimissa and E. Yeah. Kim- have, you, have you met Kimissa? 
What, 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 I'm sorry, y'all. Guys, welcome to our podcast where we have very personal <laughs> chats. <laughs> what we've been talking about. What y'all miss this when this is gone? My dear friend Camissa is one of my best friends. She She's actually a lady who married me in Foley. Yeah. Um, she married us. It was hot. She's really sweet. She's very cute. She um, loves movies. Fucking loves movies. Oh, yeah. Arguably. What is, what's fascinating to me is that whereas you and I in Foley love movies and we love them. As, like we love them as movies, but we love them for the craft and like all this stuff. And like we approach it from this perspective. Yeah. Camissa just loves movies like in a kind of a not to say non-critical but just in like a wholesome open-hearted wholehearted way and she and her wife fucking love movies like we went to go see the hunger i went to go see the hunger games with them and afterwards i was talking about the cinematography and like the costuming and stuff and they were like we don't oh that's really interesting because <laughs> that's just not how they think they're just like going to see a movie well, and they, and they have they a good were, time and, or they don't and then we had like an hour two hour conversation afterwards sitting over like coffee and stuff uh-huh. where they were asking us a bunch of questions and we were like well yeah but like you know then the when you like the director of photography is like was obviously doing this this and because we're fucking nerds. We're nerds I forget about that until it's easy to forget that you're nerds when you're in a nerd bubble yeah you know and like all of your peers are nerds and I'm just and... like I'm not as smart as some of the people I know and yeah, when, th- when if anything you feel intellectually inferior yeah. to your peer group, that then you go and meet a normal person who's just like, wow, I just thought it was fun. <laughs> and you're like, no, did you notice the texture of the costuming and how they dressed this person like this? And then they shot this like this and then they did that. And they're just like, what? You're seriously like, many, pulling the curtain like, back like, and showing. Like, the- how many times when you're watching something, Bill, do you, do, will, will you go, wow, that was a really well done crane shot? Yeah. <laughs> That thing, exactly. That yeah. thing. That thing. Did, there was not a cut in that shot for three minutes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. And like having that. 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 I. I know that I started noticing it because technical. Technical things and like special effects always interested me. Yeah. Because it's fascinating. It's like how do you make giant ship explosion happen and look real you know and it's like it's is it a is it a is it a, a, a model is it a cg is it this what was successful about it what worked you know and th- that's how my brain works and it's so interesting when it's not how someone else's brain works and they're like <laughs> but anyway she just fucking loves movies like if Camissa could see a movie in a th- in the theater every day for the rest of her life she'd do it yeah so anyway, she, she's very sweet. Well, we, we made an offer that to her. I could double check with Jimmy Conley one last time to make yeah. sure that like, that, like yeah. they're set up, like because I'm assuming because they made it sound like they 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 had some kind of alternate I, I imagine setup. they have like a whole thing going. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it's, it's so, uh, Jimmy so and Conley are legit serious. About this. Yeah, it would be <laughs> me, you guys, oh Leland too. Mm. So that's mm. another one. But I still, the fifth was yeah. That's, yeah it's oh man, that's, that's a good. But yeah, like I said, this is Century Sixteen. It's not Friday. It's Thursday night because it's it's yeah. it's technically not opening night. It's the night like preview night or whatever. Seven p.m. Uh-huh. It's the closest theater next uh, right to us. Yeah, the fact that reserve seating that you don't have to worry about yeah. getting in line. You can just show up five minutes before the movie starts and like. I mean, the only thing you have to worry about at that point is like you know getting in line from popcorn and soda. Yeah, felt, yeah. Man, if it's seven p.m., then super yes because I thought it was gonna be like a midnight screening. Oh no 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 no, that's Baby's what I'm saying. Too old for that <laughs> it's gonna be 7 p.m 2d best seats in the house nice. tickets okay. already bought and sold Bill, yeah you've got me. okay good. <laughs> that's, I do an offer 
like he's texting other people and everyone else was like uh, well I didn't respond to your email because frankly honest to Christ I cannot think about anything that is fucking no, that's project fine. like poor Foley like you know I keep saying poor Foley but literally all I am is 24 hours a day thinking about this crying about this uh-huh. stressing about this talking about this well hopefully this will help you decompress a little bit because it's a week from this Thursday I think yeah let's yeah. what's today the fourth I yeah. thought It'll be a week from uh, this Oh, Thursday. for some reason I thought it was this week. Yeah, no, not this week. But still, it's coming up soon. But anyway. Like, who knows if the movie's going to be any good, but... Oh, fun! Star it's Star Wars! It's Star Wars! I can't... I, I just... Can't. Okay, so I did I did just text Camissa to just kind of talk to her. Said, I said, I love seeing movies with you guys. And she says, me too, especially when Annie cries in previews. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what preview did I cry at? What oh, I think I cried at... you ever cried I think at? I went to go see Hunger Games. I think there was an ad for Star Wars. <laughs> and I started crying. <laughs> showed up on i was flipping through, flipping through playstation view fake cable uh-huh. on turner classic movies they had little women the uh, audrey hepburn version yeah Catherine hepburn. hepburn yeah no. christopher columbus have you seen that before christopher columbus i caught the last half and it's nothing but crying <laughs> <laughs> it's genuinely i know i've seen it but all i can remember is Catherine hepburn saying christopher columbus well, that seems to be everyone's stock expression of like exclamation of like uh, excitement or surprise. Christopher Columbus. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I was thinking about watching that for Tardy of the Party, but we just finished watching the real Little Women. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say the actual Little Women. I watched Little Women too many times this week. <laughs> oh my god! Because I watched it once for Tardy of the Party. Because uh-huh. uh, I, you know, of course, I've seen it a million times, but my co-host Daniel has not seen it before, yeah. and so we recorded it on Tuesday. Yeah, and I do. It's going to be a good episode. I did keep myself from exploding for two straight hours about the movie. Because he had never seen it before, yeah. but I had. And so yeah. it, was, it was really hard to keep myself from just freaking out. Because I fucking love, love it. Yeah, I love it. The Winona, 1994, the Winona is, right yeah. a little woman. Yeah. This shit yeah. is it's so good. good. It's beautiful. Got great music. Yeah. Got a good yeah. cast. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. That was kind of the heartbreak really of watching a little bit of this Catherine Hepburn version. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, it's, there's no music. It's old. Yep. Everyone's crying all yep. the time. It's what everyone thinks Little Women is. Exactly. It's yeah. like, eh, yeah, yeah, yeah no, no, no. amazing score. Yeah, oh, yeah. No, the whole thing, the whole yeah. package of Little Woman is fucking fantastic. Susan Sarandon. I love. That's one of my favorite movies of all time. I think. Yeah. I never think of it as that because it's like that's like saying. Well, it's such a holiday. F- it's exactly people forget yeah. about like holiday because f- it, it might be one of your favorite holiday films, but you th- it's so centralized to that time of year. You don't exactly enter your mind of like what's your favorite. So, are we doing time. a triple feature of our favorite Christmas movies? Yeah, what are ours? Well, Little Women, uh-huh. Carol. And Die Hard. <laughs> okay, Die Hard is not my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> Gremlins is a holiday movie. My Let's favorite Christmas movies are Muppet Christmas Carol. Okay. That one is Desk really good. Set. No, Desk Set. Is so that good. a holiday Little film? Women? The climax of Desk Set happens it's at Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! Times are changing. Bill's no longer drinking Coke during the <gasps> podcast, but a light blue Diet Pepsi with. Don't the- shake it, bud. <laughs> Pepsi has actually launched a whole ad campaign about how. They're, they've gone back to using aspartame, which is the cancer-causing agent from the 80s. Wait, what? So I don't know why this why is they happy about it. But this tastes like the Diet Coke I drank in the 80s. Uh-huh. So it's kind of like an old nostalgia Because it is, they found some. <laughs> in a ditch. <laughs> Let's make some money. We're Pepsi. We don't give a fuck. You're welcome. I guess. Uh, I just love the idea of finding, like, a, a broken down. Like, it's like... It's like 
the end of Mad Max 2 where he's just guzzly just like a sh- like a thing of, of of diet coke he's like so I excited like, it's gonna power his car I and just, just like the like, idea like the 1989 like west coast earthquake oh, wait, maybe, no, no, wait, maybe oh. his pepsi barge broke from the docks and sailed out the sea and it floated around the ocean for the last 35 years that's the joke hold on he thinks it's a container of diet coke but then he opens <laughs> it and it's actually diet pepsi and like, what the fuck is this God damn. Uh, not that one. Do you have a preference for one diet soda over another? I am actually not drinking soda anymore. Yeah. If I drink soda, I just drink honest to God soda because diet soda is a lie you tell yourself to make yourself feel well, better. Well, that's the thing because that's just like either you get fat or you get cancer. You exactly. have to choose which one if it's you're going like, to drink if soda. If I'm going to put garbage in my body, I'm going to be honest about it. Do the it. real fucking but thing. But here's yeah. the thing. I gen- it's, well, this is crazy I'm- to me because I used to drink because uh, honestly in the South and in Texas, you drink soda instead of water. Like mm-hmm. honestly, yeah. as gross as that is. Yeah. But it's true. We I would go through like a 24 pack of Dr. Pepper in a week. God. And, like, that's just part of the well, lifestyle. I did a, was it weird when your blood had to readjust and become <laughs> blood again? Well, really, when I and moved not to... not just Dr. Pepper? When I moved to Portland, like, I really had to adjust. Like, there's just not Coke everywhere. Like, there's just not pop soda all over Unless the place. Unless you live with Bill. Unless you live with Bill. Which is funny, because I grew up with my mom. My mom, she was racing in Kentucky, and she was racing just drinking Pepsi all the time. Yeah. That's the default. There's always a two, at least a two liter or two in the it, fridge. My mom's joke, and it's not wrong, is that her addiction is caffeine free coca-cola okay like she would talk a lot about like in the still sugar coke, sugar coke but just like that, caffeine free yeah yeah getting that coke monkey off my back she would talk about that all the time wow like yeah. seriously and you're like <laughs> but no but seriously like it's just part of the lifestyle so like i now i really don't drink it, soda anymore it, it unless wasn't we, like a wolf of wall street thing no, for your mom. no. <laughs> unless unless we go to like go someplace and get like fast food or something i'll get it oh cook, man but. i don't know why this only thought about you're think, talking about her mom got me thinking about i also on fake cable last night i watched the end of gangs in new york yeah <laughs> man yeah. that movie has not because i haven't seen it in a yeah. long time that movie has not aged the music yeah. everything else is okay but i forgot like well so it did the cable thing where I guess for some reason they were showing Gangs in New York on a loop, so I watched the end and went right back to the beginning. <laughs> and the right. beginning fight words, the big fight between right, everyone. Right, right. I forgot it's like this big crappy because the movie came out 15 years ago. It's wow. 2002, well, almost 15 years yeah. ago. And at the beginning of the the fight, at the beginning, Escort was like this like bad matrixy like chicka wop chop with like this wailing guitar, not a wailing, but this crunchy like techno guitar Weird. thing. Yeah, I need to watch it again. Totally 2002. It's yeah. not yeah. aged. I mean, like, it's funny to see a movie like. Especially by somebody so acclaimed as Martin Scorsese, yeah, has to have a soundtrack which, for the time, was actually kind of badass. But now it's just like it's totally like late nineties, early two thousand. So like, funny because I listen to that soundtrack wow. all the time, but I want to remember from it is all the I don't know tracks. If that's the, it's not an orchestral piece. It well, really I'm not. Is... Talking, no, I'm not talking about the orchestral piece either because oh, I yeah? never listen to any of the orchestral stuff. Like things like uh, all the weird music they sampled, like Shimmy She Wobble, and like oh, that stuff is fantastic. That stuff yeah. is all good. Well, even the march, the music that that's playing when they're marching, where yeah. it's the, the, just the whistling that's, yeah, and, 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 and the drum. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, and like that. That's fucking. Yeah. Big. But when they start, like, there's a point in the fight where it's chicka wow, chicka wow, wow. It's like, oh, like, oh man, Martin Scorsese. I can see you're trying to be modern with this stuff, but like, you should have stuck uh-huh. with drums relevant. and fifes. And well, how did the how did the um, uncomfortable finale feel with the two towers? Oh, it's still fun. I still that's one of my favorite parts of that movie. Really? No, they didn't edit it out. It's still there. Two it's towers. one of your favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, because it's so dopey. I love dopey things. You're totally looking at talking to. I love the fact. 
fact that you get to see the two graves and they rot our side until you get to see the two that I was still modeling because it was came out right after. Yeah, it 2000. did come out. Well, that's why I can't make fun of it because it was a very earnest expression of grief. Yeah, but it also just feels like such a segue. Where yeah. It's like, and then well, yeah, because it's it's funny because it's 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 a uh, fucking Leonardo Leonardo DiCaprio and what's her face? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. my god, I can't Cameron believe Diaz. She's, she's not that. Actually, watching well, see, a little bit. Yeah, watching it again, I was like, okay, Cameron Diaz is not the fault with this movie. Like, it, she wasn't given anything to do. That movie is just goofy. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's not like it's not like the perfect movie was perfect until she shows up and she's like, ah, exactly. Yeah. But it's it in the ending. Titties. It's yeah, Lena DiCaprio. What's her face like on a green screen hill? I mean, like, no one will ever, ever remember we were ever here. And suddenly they walk away, and it's like, yeah, just cut cross cuts between that the hillside grave aging yeah. between all these times and stuff and, and like it looks like computer graphics it does look a little it looks like 2002 yeah. I, the whole time, but it's not it's that's not the worst part of the movie yeah like, but that's oh, cute that's a cute little movie well dylan was talking about she'd never seen it before and i was like oh man do i make her watch this <laughs> again it's not actually a great movie but i do like yeah. it. it's a very striking it's movie. got if it's good parts again if you're a craft person fucking phenomenal yeah. movie yeah. Yeah. the costuming the set the set building yeah. what are the again because the movie looked perfect Right, right, uh, but right back to the beginning, one of the crazy set things they do. Well, there's one big set because I think they go, yeah, they built the four corners. But like the fact that like they show everyone walking up out of the caves yeah. beneath the, uh-huh. the, the old brewery, and then it uh-huh. goes in and shows like this yep. cross cutaway of the whole yeah. building and all these people yep. fighting and stuff inside yeah. the building and just like living their normal lives while this makeshift armies coming up to the basement to go out and fight this army yeah. that everyone else in the building doesn't even care about but like yeah, yeah it's a great it's, it's totally artificial this it's artifice neat. of this cutaway building yeah. but it's just like the scale of it and everything yeah. is fucking and it was bonkers. in camera that That's was like one of the last yeah. times that you did that yeah. shit but there's yeah. a crummy CGI elephant that breaks yeah. out of uh, no. Barnum's later in the movie yeah. that I was like oh it's 2002 <laughs> <laughs> Scorsese's doing um uh Silence. Silence. Yeah. Yeah. Which again is more because I forgot there's as much religious stuff in Gangs New York as everyone's yeah. brand, like there's yeah. it's Catholics versus Protestants. I forgot the fucking butcher bill's like, yeah, Roman Popery. Yeah. Yep. Just like yep. Yeah. <laughs> So wait, 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 stop. You know what? It's one of those things where I was like watching the movie and I'm like, oh, in this post-Trump era, this movie speaks so much more. And then you just get into the whole butcher building as much as like he's he's a he's a he's, he's a totem, a testament to like yeah. like xenophobic Americanism. Yeah. But his that guy's performance is still so entertaining. So it goes from like, oh, this is this reads so much more differently these days to like, oh man, this movie's great. <laughs> yeah, um, you get to yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Was he was he Protestant? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he well, was. No, he just early, hates... early American, yeah, it was mostly... Well, think about the people who came to yeah. America. They yeah. were the Protestants. They were the people that were so stuffy that England sent them away. It's yeah. like he's super religious, though. It's oh, yeah, like, no. Yeah. Well, it's not just... It's, it's the other. Well, he it's does, like, pray at the American flag later, right before the big <laughs> yes, battle. Yes, he does. Yeah. Catholicism is another other to well, yeah, like, like Jack Because I'm just thinking about like contextually, like the the um, the Church of England and separation <laughs> from the separation I mean, from the. Keep the... in mind, it was a fucking big deal that Kennedy was Catholic. I yeah. know people thought he would never become president just because, because of he that. was Catholic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. so weird. It's so weird. Well, it's interesting what the the moving goalposts of what we hate about people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way of putting that. Yeah. So anyway, what are you guys been up to? Fucking nothing. Fucking working. I feel really bad. Like, I was coming in today. I'm like, man, what am I going to talk about? Like, fucking nothing. You know know. what I'm talking about? I learned how to make, uh, how to do a programmatic menu in Excel this week so that I didn't have to hand make 700 lines of data so I could just do it automatically. That's what I did this week. Um, Annie forgot that we pre-ordered Steep. 
I totally Did forgot. Did you pre-order it on so PSN? Or like on no, Amazon? The physical, the physical copy oh, showed up. Oh, I thought up. it was a download-only game. I didn't realize no, it was a retail the release. Disc. The physical we copy forgot. showed so- up. Did you guys like it? Because I I got the demo and I okay. fell over backwards and I couldn't forget how to get up again and then so, I stopped playing. And so that was my it. favorite thing about Steep is that um, this is the Ubisoft is, snow game. Yes. So Ubisoft's theor- so I I just want to preface this by All saying right. Ubisoft has come out and said that they are realizing that in this modern streaming era that maybe the important thing isn't so much having these tailored authored narrative experiences as much it is having sandboxes for people to dick around in and make yeah. their adventures. Which is not and a bad they idea. they said that they're going to make the next Assassin's Creed game not unlike this and Steep is their first big attempt at that genre. I, okay, I do not... Holy shaking her head, I do yeah. Not, I do not think it's successful. However, if you want to throw an idiot man off a large mountain... And then make him slam into trees until he dies. <laughs> Air quotes. Um, because he'll get back up. Uh, that's great. You you can basically play it like Annie spent um, three minutes. Mountaintop jackass. Mountaintop yeah. jackass. <laughs> Annie basically spent three minutes in the wingsuit in an area where she couldn't actually jump off anything. Okay. Just face planting. Well, because I was trying to move to the edge of a cliff so I Boom. could jump off. But Boom. every time I moved forward, he would just fall flat on his flat on his face. So- and then I'd get to the edge of the cliff and press forward. And instead of jumping off and wingsuiting, he would just start shuffling down the side <laughs> of the cliff. So I I figured out that the on the wingsuit it's uh-huh. really kind of dumb on the wingsuit and the parachute thing uh-huh. the first movement you do is what activates um what activates that thing and then you can't do it oh again oh my god you have to reset oh it's it. fucking stupid so um so okay, there's so that they have this little menu where you can switch between what wingsuit wingsuit skis um snowboarding I love, walking i had thought but you have to stop before you can switch to the, you have to make st- sense you, you can't stop. be wingsuiting yeah. and suddenly yeah. turn into a skier but yeah or a walker <laughs> you know i'm just gonna walk now drop 150 feet <laughs> trump, uh, trump, trump, so trump, yeah so yeah so um because i got dropped through the world at a weird place and then was on the <laughs> side of was on the side of a mountain and i was like well maybe i should just do the parachute thing but then the parachute conflicted with the side of the mountain and it like broke and then my guy died fell and died and i was like well the premise of this game is looking and feeling cool but really just like because the the i feel about as terrible as i would actually try to do it once i finally got the game to work they're just they they i feel like it's one of the you know how um the original Assassin's Creed, the whole idea was each arm, each yeah. limb is mapped to a button. Yeah. And how that concept was kind of weird and it kind of worked and then they moved away from it. God, it turned into push one button just to do everything and just exactly. move the control where you want to go and that was so it, yeah. So this game kind of feels like where it's like, we've given you a button for everything. Even, like, the circle button is your character shouting. So, but you keep thinking that that's something you want to do. So instead, you're like walking around, you're pressing a button to like try and jump or something. And so it goes, woohoo! This pad is so fresh! Wow! Yeah, and he just, it's the most like asinine comments. And so, like, God, so, like really I, you're always playing as a guy, too, right? Well, we, I, it, I, I seem to be. There's gotta be a custim character thing. Because that would be half the point for yeah, a game. Yeah, like I feel like when they were showing I mean, the demos and everything, it was like you're, you could play with other people and you're all in different ensembles. Like, maybe like, we have an ensemble. Trials it? HD. <laughs> Understood how much I wanted to change my shirt. And that's like a fifteen dollar down, downloadable game. And it's the thing. It's like it's like it's like uh, steep. Feels like a combination of Trials HD and fucking Alto. <laughs> except admit, except there are no llamas uh-huh. and there are no elders. So fucking good. Alto is such a better snowboarding game than this. Is. 
the one funny thing was like Annie was working last night and I was playing it and I I did a line like all the way from the top of a mountain like okay. like all the way down just I was like how far can I go and I and I got all the way down and then there's like the end of the world and is it and, and and what it does was once you get down there it automatically takes you out to the mountain view okay yeah pulls you back out but I was just like bye bye mountain <laughs> <laughs> I found so, my truck I'm leaving is there like a line that you cross that suddenly the moment you cross it after you finished your race or whatever it, it just automatically after kicks you out to the mountain view like yeah you don't even after, have a moment after to... you get down to the base of the mountain you where like, the world is a moment to save it's her, like no, oh it's, no 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 it's when you get to the edge of the map is what she's saying yeah the edge of the map do they tell you where the edge of the map is I mean when you pull out it's the it's the like grade area that you can't it's not a mountain that's pretty but it's so it makes sense that they would do that but it's also like like just just a little half assed they, they could dress it up a little bit better oh. or something like that yeah. i like okay so one other thing that you could do is if you if you pull um the either of the sticks um if you push them in opposite directions um you will uh switch whether you're going um regular or or goofy which is like switching your orientation so you spin around you does that count because i know you can do that with uh, skateboarding and snowboarding is it, that also you can also do it you can also do it with skiing because then you're skiing backwards oh and it's actually that's, pretty I did great that for a little while it's actually yeah. pretty once great. i finally got the game to work but yeah. you could also yeah. just make your character spin around for about a minute and a half <laughs> and then i'm like he really should vomit <laughs> well, that's, like, that's the thing from my little limited experience at the game that seems to be what you guys are saying it's like designed to be an open sandbox but it's also kind of a broken sandbox yeah. so it things get a little bit busted in a way they don't mean to you in a way that's it, can it be feels kind of fun, like you like, can't touch everything it, don't make me do it but don't make me jump through a bunch of hoops if you give me an open sandbox let me fucking touch everything yeah oh yeah. you can't go to that ma- that part of the mountain yet Fuck you! Yeah, yeah, literally my first time playing, yeah, I, I I was doing the thing where I think I was supposed to wingsuit off a cliff. Yes. Or, like, there's a little wooden, uh-huh. like, little, little platform. Uh-huh. And, yeah, no, I went to the edge of the platform. My character fell backwards and picked <laughs> it back up again. <laughs> and then I reset the game, and then I, uh, I could not jump off the cliff. It must have been actually been bugged, because yeah, I yeah. sat there for ten minutes, like, hitting every button combination. Yeah, yeah. And then I just reset it, because they came out with a demo. And yeah. then I finally did figure it out, and I was, like, skiing and snowboarding, so I was, like... Oh, like after uh, the 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 second time when I restarted it and nothing was happening, I just like put the game aside yep. altogether. I was Goodbye. like, "This is stupid." And like the next day, I finally got it working. I was yeah. kind of doing some of the stuff that you were, but it was there's, okay. But yeah, there's some weird shit. I thought you guys are on a good time for it. It's, At it's, least it just is a jackass. So fun out of it. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's interesting because I'm like, why are these tricks not scoring very high? And like like there's no explanation as to like how to achieve. Like, like at least to- like like old Tony Hawk games that I'd play and stuff like that. Like there was a yeah. reason why you would have a high scoring trick or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah, and they would kind of explain it and put it in context. Yeah, and with this, there's just like some asshole talking to you, talking about your sick moves, and and it just if there's so much artifice to it that it feels really like yeah. it feels really fake, and it's pretty. But I hate the person that is on the screen, and so that just yeah. makes me want to hurt them. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, that sucks that it's like a really monotonous dude, bro, then. They're just like, yeah. 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 Woo! Gnarly! Grasshopper, let's see what you could do. Fuck off! <laughs> I'm like, I am gonna, now I am gonna let Annie just fly you directly Aww. into a power line. <laughs> <laughs> Not deliberately, yeah, but... It's funny, because last night I was all like, oh man, I should watch, because I've barely done anything this week, because I was busy. Still just, like, just doing 
been building IKEA stuff and still trying mm-hmm. to get the basement back together. Uh, so yeah, the only thing I did was uh, la- uh, watch a little. Woman. Oh, last night. Well, I was gonna sit down and watch the BFG and Pete's Dragon just to talk about it on the podcast. Wow, I'm yeah. glad I didn't because you guys didn't do that much this week yeah. either. Uh, although off the cuff last night, JoJo rented a movie on iTunes called Don't Think Twice. Mm-hmm. You guys have probably not not heard about this because mm-hmm. I haven't heard about this either. This is one of the guys from Key and Peele, the tall guy, the peanut head. Oh, okay. He, it's about, he and a bunch of other people who are in a comedy improv troupe together. This is a movie that just came out just in the last couple months. Uh, in the comedy troupe, it's him, it's, uh, Kate McCucci. Okay. Is that her name? Kate McKinnon? Kate McKinnon? No, not Kate McKinnon. Who's McCucci? Who's the from the, the band that sings that she looks like a little elf? Her last name was McCucci. She's, she's Sadie on, is she on, from... on, uh, Steven Universe. Kate McCucci. Is that not her name? I've never heard this name before, so I'll take your word for it. Oh, yeah, she's a part of that band with the two ladies in the ukuleles talking about my service. Garf- 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 yeah, Art- Gar- Garfunkel Art- Notes. Yeah, it's one of those girls. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. It's her and, like, a couple other people. Oh, it's it's uh, also Britta from Community, which... Have you guys seen Community? Nope. Oh, well, We've talked about this at length. But, but, okay, anyway, yeah. so, like, you... But they're an improv group. Uh, it's it's a funny little comedy thing, except until, um... Uh, Key and Peele. Uh, Half he of Peele. He gets selected to become... He actually becomes part of Saturday Night Live, the fake Saturday Night Live okay. in this universe, and everyone else gets resentful, and their Aww. improv troupe starts falling apart, and he starts getting disconnected from them, and it's all kind of sad and dramatic, and, and but they still keep on trying to forward, you know, charge forward with the, their improv troupe, but then they're... Theaters foreclosed. It's, it's, it's a sad, bittersweet thing about them all getting all fucked up. It was actually a cute little 90 minute movie. Never heard about it before. Uh, JoJo got it because he's a huge stand up comedy nerd. Mm-hmm. And there's only a lot of comedians in this movie. And I yeah. guess the movie was written and directed by a comedy guy who's like really tight with like Mark Marin and those mm-hmm. comedy bang bang guys. And mm-hmm. it was a cute little movie. Yeah, Don't Think Twice. It's on Netflix for like five bucks. It's, mm-hmm. it's a cute little thing. It's interesting to see a movie with one of the Key and Peel guys where there's only one guy, not the other guy. Yeah. Well, good for them. Did you see they the sh- fucking trailer? for Jordan Peele's movie? No, which his, one? His, 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 uh, uh, fucking White Panic movie? Mm-hmm. Oh, he's actually, because I know he's he wanted to make a horror film. Did you see the trailer for his horror film? No. Is During it the break, I'm gonna show it to you. It's a panic attack. Wait a minute. Yeah, okay. Wait a minute. There's another fucking Zoom Zoom over there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> yeah! This is... This is, I don't know if we can ever top the zoom zoom. What? Look at this motherfucker. Oh, it's he's what's a, his butt, the platypus. He's from, a from what, Phineas and Ferb? He is a His wide. eyes are fucking, that's, I saw that picture on Amazon and I was like, I promised myself I'm going to buy any more of this, <laughs> but that was too fucking uh-huh. precious. It is so stupid. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I've got four now. I've got that Donald Duck balloon. Yeah, look at that. Here. There you go, Follow. Yeah. Right there. There you go. I thought it was a mistake. I thought it was like <laughs> a knockoff. No, that's an actual official licensed Disney product. <laughs> and he's taking a photo of, uh, of, of, of Phineas you. and Ferb and Foley. Uh, <laughs> Josephine Foley like and Ferb. Well, the only Probably. thing I did this week was uh, Final Fantasy XV showed up, and I played like an hour of it. You uh-huh. guys caught me just like, like I literally I really just wrapping up my we first caught, mission. We caught you doing some weird shit with your car. Yeah! Yeah, fucking... I love the idea of a Final Fantasy game that takes a lot of notes from fucking Bioware games. Yeah. Well, and there's like, dialogue trees in this game. Yeah. They're clunky. This thing, this game is still Japanese as fuck. It's one of those, like, you know it's Japanese too when you first start up the game and the menu can't be navigated by the thumbsticks. You have to use the D-pad, <laughs> which is just nice. an arbitrarily Japanese thing yep. to do where, like, they could have just made it really easy because you're already using the thumbstick for anything anyway. Why not yep. use that to navigate the menus? No, it's got to be the D-pad because that's what they do in Japan. Uh, but no, it's... It's cool. The game looks like... The game's really weird because I have the 4K TV and the PlayStation Pro. 
and uh, they gives you the option to was it to have a heavy graphics setting uh-huh. or it's not light, but it's something else that's ridiculous. But uh, so the frame rate's flying around all the time because mm. I wanted. To get, I was wondering about. I that. put on the lower graphics setting and everything just looks really muddy to me. So I put yeah. it on higher, which looks better. But like, there's all kinds of frame dropping and frame tearing and stuff. Yeah. And it sounds like this this game still needs to be patched because there's a lot of little technical bugs and stuff. In the game. Yeah. But yeah, no, you're just four dudes on a road trip. It, it starts out great. The game starts off. You're in the bo- You're in the middle of a boss battle. Uh-huh. It turns out you're the main character's dad. Uh huh. And this is like a flashback to 30 years earlier where. Your dad and his friends, they had they had a road trip. <laughs> and this is the culmination. How the road trip turned into a giant boss battle against this fire demon on this throne inside this castle, I have no idea, but you have to fight this little boss battle. Uh-huh. And then if you know, flashes forward thirty years and you see you're it's the same character, but now he's thirty year he's thirty years older and he's still king. Well, I guess you became king or whatever, kingdom or whatever. But now he old king and now he has a son, he's like Son, you're bullshit. You and your gang of friends aren't nearly as cool as me and my friends when we had our teenage road trip. Uh, and he's like, you know what? Anything like the movie. <laughs> I just, it's fucking ridiculous. And he's like, you know what? Just to teach you a lesson, you're going to get married to this neighboring kingdom lady, but I'm going to make you have a road trip to go meet her. So really? You guys That's gonna... the premise of the game? It's... I'm going to fucking play the shit out of this game. Yeah, and it's old sexy dad who's all like... He's he's like you, think I mean, he's, you think he's grizzled sexy? Is he? I don't know. I mean, it's no. Sean Bean. Is it Sean Bean? It's not sexy. Okay. Have you, oh wait, have All you right. seen like the cutscenes? No, no, no I've watched, seen the character we, designs. We watched the we, we watched the preview. Yeah, we watched. Oh, but we watched funny because he's all like, I love how much fucking shade he throws at his son just because he <laughs> thinks his son and his road trip gang aren't as cool as him. And yeah. it's, it's such the pettiest thing to be worked up about. It's not like he's angry at his it's son. It's also super fucking weird if it's in context to the film. Yeah, it is. because at the point at the point when Noctis is wait like, what? Oh, is that the Blu-ray that comes with? Wait, this? wait, wait, wait. Oh my god, did Kingsley come with it? Oh yeah. Yeah, where's my, Wait, where's... the film is set in the neighboring kingdom. Is no, wait, no, 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 no. no. So did you guys no, watch no. this film? It's yeah, we actually watched it. Yeah. We really liked it. It's really, oh, it's really, really great. Seen these yeah. characters. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've seen here. everybody but Noctis. Noctis doesn't show up in it. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, because Noctis has to play this fucking road trip. <laughs> was the movie any good? Yeah, we did actually, kind of enjoy it. So is it the, is it the story yeah. of that guy and his, and his road trip buddies? No, no, no. It's actually like an immediate prequel to the game. Oh, really? Okay, it's real good. It's about the king's guard. If you want to borrow the Blu-ray again. We, we rented it. But is it funny that he's so just like, you guys won't collect nearly as much cup noodle as we did. <laughs> wow. That's wow. the story of the story. Like, That's be, great. Well, it's funny because everyone, when the game came out, everyone's like, well, we got to get ready for the like half hour cutscene that's going to start the game. And there's a little, like, there's a five minute cutscene where is it his dad showing up saying, hey, yeah. fuck you and your cup noodle. <laughs> Spoilers for Final Fantasy V, the first thing that just only flash forwards and you're on the road driving with your buddies and suddenly the car breaks down uh-huh. and then you have to get out and push the car to the yeah. nearest gas station. Well, everyone while... chants, idiot. No, <laughs> it's fucking Stand By Me cover playing over. Yeah, it's yeah. literally the first thing you actually do in the game is yeah. hit the, like, the right trigger button hit the yeah. right to like, button. push the car and it's like, uh-huh. Stand By Me! Stand By That's Me! And then the final screen shows up Final Fantasy XXV <laughs> and I'm like, I, I, I can stop playing this game now and I've already got my money's worth because this is such a fun when I played the first Final Fantasy yes. game 25 years yeah. ago, I could have never imagined 15 <laughs> games from now in 2016 with Donald Trump as president. I'd be playing a Final Fantasy game where I'm playing a, uh, as a bunch of guys pushing a car with the cup noodle, noodle advertisement in the background and Stand By Me's playing over it. It's just like a fucking fever dream. Oh, and I played oh, the next hour after that. I did the first mission where you go yeah. into the gas station, you meet sexy titty Sid Chick. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh man, Annie, you're, I don't know if she's gonna drive you crazy just because it's so. so you I actually saw a like her, her dumb shitty accent. She's like, hey, what you did? Well, no, no, y'all, she's kind of got. I like, got titties. No, I can't do it. She's so Yeah, yeah, she did. And I can't build it. His shitty and it broke my brain. No, it's not British. It's like the no, I know, but you just did a British accent. He doesn't know. God, no, I don't think I could do a southern accent. Hi, y'all. Here's she your really car. is like, no, I say that you it. want ham. I want ham. <laughs> so she just uh, she's like, I could fix your car, but you gotta go kill that monster across the street. <laughs> and you kill the monster, you come back, and that's that literally, literally that's yeah. when you walked in while I was like looking at the fucking the little uh, oh convenience store, looking uh-huh. at the Phoenix Downs, uh-huh. and like, and then she fixes your car, and you can choose to fix like choose yeah. options do, on your car, and then it. yeah, you're driving Trick down the road, ride. and you can sw- listen to music from other Final Fantasy games on the it's fucking ridiculous just make this, it again this is only 45 your, minutes where i feel like i got my money's worth just from like my sheer just like what the hell is this i'm glad that y'all are getting you're getting to some degree the experience i get when i pl- got when i played my first final fantasy game which i think was final fantasy 8 and i'd heard wow. a lot of hype about final fantasy 7 and shit and everybody's saying no it's amazing this is new storytelling that you've never experienced before and my experience was like with lucas arts adventure games and yeah. like art oh, fallout man, and yeah. shit and like, like those sorts of rpgs that are very character and story focused so like i fucking fired up final fantasy 8 and i was like what the fuck is going on with all you people what is happening because you're a bunch of kids in a school downloading monsters from computer oh, database God. so you can find other monsters it's like that pokemon wasn't, a little that bit. wasn't eight no that's final fantasy eight that you're you're at the the, the school pokemon. and that's the one with the the gun swords the, yeah it's got the that's what, that's the first 3d one i've played because i i skipped I final fantasy 7 fighting maybe no didn't well, do because that. well the, the the monsters that you can summon are in a computer database and you, oh you're, you're like gifted ifrit see when you say that it makes me think like fucking like pokemon or something oh, yeah yeah like that no it's bit. not charmander anyway fucking Yiffin. final at fantasy at the seed school or but whatever it, that it's, was it's great though to now have fully her first fi- well no I guess it's secondly your fi- second because you saw oh I, 13. I, I wiped the other one <laughs> how far into 13 did you guys get a l- far enough but I think I literally got to the point where it became open world and I was like fuck this game and I t- and I <laughs> tuned out yeah. stop playing this is I'm already like I only played like the first half hour of that that Final Fantasy 13 that's the last one I played and that was bullshit I've already had been way more entertained by this just nice. just like I said yeah. the weird mix of shit so that's strange. in this game I'm yeah. terrified though because we're sitting here with Bill's like giant 4K TV yeah and the text is tiny on his screen yeah. and I'm playing on like because I'm on the pro maybe detecting a 4K hopefully. signal so maybe the HUD the HUD will be better on a 1080p screen I hope to Christ because but... I've been struggling with that a lot lately like with some a little bit with Dishonored 2 yeah and uh some other games where I'm like motherfucker, I'm not this close to my television fully is looking at you need to stop looking at Tumblr while we're podcasting nobody told me that Symmetra had booty dude oh, did you guys you see not, yeah dude I've got some there's a subreddit called oh, okay. lady lady boners just throwing it out there that um, might be... I don't touch reddit ever okay and yeah. also lady boners is a is a is a, is a, it, a, a, a masculinity is a subject, subjective thing okay. and anything that's gonna put Benedict Cumberbatch and um, Tom Hiddleston on there I'm out of there wait what are you talking about Tumblr I'm talking about Reddit wait what about Reddit because I used to look at Lady Boners because I think you pointed it at me for a while ago and I, and I was a dude, and I walked. No, around. this is like ladies like posting other ladies. Oh, lady, lady boners. That is yeah. what you said. That's yeah. Lady, lady boners. Was that another instance of? of I hearing, heard, but, but did not listen. Heard, but did not. Oh yeah, listen. no, Tom. No, it's, it's nothing but ladies. 
It's interesting, too, because, like, seeing ladies having conversations about, like, some ladies will have, like, be like, oh, I'm really attracted to Christina Hendricks, and other ladies can't get over the fact that she has big boobs, and they're like, I, I, I can't, like, get attracted, even though I think she's cute. I mean, I could get like, under the fact that but, she But, like, the empathizing boobs. with the big boobs, it's like, yeah, yeah. there's interesting conversations in there, too, yeah. so, yeah, I just found that, like, two days ago. I'm glad yeah. Bill gets to experience lots, female lots of pictures. gaze. If you want to, like, subreddit where there's Emily Blunt in a suit a lot, that kind of thing is almost... That is nice. Yeah, that is nice. And I love that I only... Broke my Reddit um, uh, block this year for Sombra updates, and that was it. Otherwise, I don't touch Reddit Sombra. with ten foot. Pole. I'm sorry, I just scrolled through. I was scrolling through, and then somebody posted a picture of Symmetra, and she, dude, she Symmetra, hot. great, dude. She hot. She's, I've got some things I can share with you later. Okay, cool. cool. Um, anyway, fucking the Fan only art? the only game Probably, I played this yeah. week is um, I played some more Dishonored too. Mm-hmm. Fucking enjoying that game so much, just the the sheer pleasure of moving through the levels and finding all its secrets and doing all that. But it was also the first time in a video game where I've encountered a puzzle where I was like, "Fuck your puzzle!" Oh yeah, because you encounter uh, n- mild spoilers for Dishonored Two. You, you, you encounter a level where you uh, there are two factions in the level, and you have the option of either capturing the leader of one faction and handing it over to the other, yeah. or you can find another way, which means you can solve this riddle and open this vault and circumvent the whole faction yeah. aspect entirely. Yeah. Which and, is it enough? Well, that's one of the hallmarks then, of, of Dishonored that you could always find a non-lethal way yeah. to like so it's, But it is an enormously <coughs> complicated, convoluted, well, and not... It's this really complicated puzzle. Is it like puzzle? a kid's placemat puzzle maze? Like, what's no. the... No, no, what's no, the, no. It's, a word, it's like a word puzzle sort of thing, but yeah. deliberately, it's deliberately ambiguous, and they deliberately leave one or two elements out. Yeah. So your options are either figure out the convoluted variables and then guess the variables you don't know, or there is a character in the map that you can go and interrogate and find, and you can learn more oh, clues I didn't in know the that. environment. That's interesting. Is okay. it a static yeah. puzzle that you can just go to GameFAQs for the answer for? It's no. random for based on your play, but yeah. um, there is a template for it that you can use to That's cheat. Saying, yeah. And I have never cheated so gleefully on a puzzle in my life, because Foley and I sat down... It was badly friend. designed. Well, here's my thing. I'm torn because, again, they deliberately don't give you all the information, but they... You, you could miss where in the level, because it's, you know, the nature of these games yeah. is that yeah, you don't like, catch everything. Yeah. You could miss where to find the rest of the elements of right. the puzzle to solve it. And, like, I'm, I just object to a word puzzle that you can't, I don't know, like, it's even, not clear that you can't solve it. Even yeah. if it's you know complicated. I mean? it's, it's, well, it's, there's, it's, if the parameters of the puzzle aren't clearly set, that's frustrating. It's mostly, it's mostly you, so, like, so, like, you know that you have, like, you have equations and stuff like that, and, you know, you gotta solve for, you normally have to solve for, like, one to two variables yeah. and stuff like that, but there's enough in it that you could, so like, solve for X and B, you know, like that. this is, just like, like solve for X, B, a little bit of W, yeah. um, uh, there's, there's so some sort of, if like, the parameters are clearly defined, that you, then that's bullshit. That's, that it's, seems like actually like actual bad game to have to have a puzzle. puzzle design, at least. They, want well, you, the, they kind of want you to do it because you could theoretically, if the puzzle is something you could just breeze through and solve, the puzzle is the first thing you encounter in this level, oh, okay. and you would not encounter the other uh, rest of the level at all, which so is not. They, how... They're really trying to make you work for this, and they then. do yeah. say at the start, like this is an unsolvable puzzle. Like that is like the context of it, and the reason why in universe is because you need. It should other be unsolvable because it's clever, and not just because it's kind of amorphous and the kind yeah. of like you don't know what you're doing. That's, right. yeah. That was, I mean, that was that was that was because actually my it was one 
of those things where it's like, I wish the game had just indicated that you can't really solve it with the information that you're given right now. Yeah. You know, because they kind of do in that they say it's you can't solve it. But a character saying, I bet you can't do X is like all video games are, are da- all day is daring you to do things yeah, exactly, that you yeah. do. So Foley and I sat down with like, uh, we, we all like we drew hour? out yeah, <laughs> for like an hour trying to figure out the puzzle. And then we're like, there's, we don't know. Because it's one of those things where it's like, it's a dinner party and you have to figure out who, which person sat at which point in the table and had which item in their yeah. possession Ugh. based on you learn who what people are drinking what people are wearing where people were from wow. their name yeah. so you're playing clue there yeah. essentially yeah but which, which i'm really but good you don't at. know because at least in clue you know like you know all the variables you yeah. know there's like going to be a murder weapon in the room and the character yeah. and the. it's it, like you it's... learn four of the five locations oh. like like four of the five colors and like yeah. it's like they deliberately leave a few clues out and they deliberately phrase some of the riddles as in yeah just to be and i've never cheated on a puzzle so gleefully in my life i was like like these guys are really good at like video game puzzles but not necessarily like video game stuff not necessarily like puzzle smiths well like i said i don't object to the puzzle itself i think it was actually a clever puzzle if you were given either given all the components to solve it or more clearly indicated that you do not have all the the parameters a little bit like yeah Yeah. focus focus the the fucking because if the, if the real level, it, because essentially it's like, if you could just scroll up to this and solve this puzzle, then you'd circumvent the whole level. Yeah. If the real le- third avenue of the level is go interrogate this person in the overseer's prison because they have the information you need. Like, you get that in a roundabout way, but not... Yeah. And I don't know how how you would do that organically, but that's not my problem to solve. That's a game designer's problem to solve. Yeah, exactly, so. yeah. As but the anyway, consumer, yeah, it's not, yeah. Having said that... Fucking loving this game. I really like how each level is changing things up. But I will say this: today, this week, I um, I finally broke through that 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 puzzle, and then I went and I explored the whole level pretty thoroughly. And um, I entered this like this mansion that's like this broken estate, and I'm pretty sure this is gonna be the level where you can jump through time, forward and back in time. And there's just like this, just wandering through the ruins of this once glorious town. I was suddenly, for the first time, like, I, this is not what I need right now. Yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> this is not helping my brain. Well, like, I'm, yeah. Beyond, beyond the macro political things that are beyond my control. What you need is Final Fantasy 15. What I need is like a dumb pablum, like just gentle, sweet, dumb happy. What I really need right now is a Mass Effect. Yeah. Like, watching the Mass Effect and drama trailer, I was like, fuck a Mass Effect would go down smooth right now, because at the end of the day, Mass Effect, for all of its doom and gloom and apocalyptic nature, at the end of the day, Mass Effect is very hopeful about, um, about con- connections between people being strong enough to let those people endure. You know? That is what Mass Effect is at its heart. Okay. And that is, like, sounds so good right yeah. now. Yeah. Oh, you mean better than Steep? <laughs> steep is about the connections that tie people together and then wrap them around a telephone <laughs> wrap pole. Wrap them around a telephone pole. <laughs> you need to watch some Star Trek. That was, that was a joke I made. That was Star exactly Trek. the joke I made. I was like, maybe the now is when I get into Star Trek. But yeah, Mass Effect is Star Trek with production values. Because all Mass Effect is Star, Star Trek with, like, hardcore fucking. That's really well, all which, that is. I mean, I mean, and even that, that soft that's... hardcore. <laughs> Yeah. Everybody still got their that, own but no, in, in in a not joking way, one of my one of the reasons why I've always struggled with Star Trek is its lack of heat. Like it's not no, even it's sexual a, it's a cold heat. Fish, yeah. yeah. But it's like just that not to say that it doesn't have warmth 
and genuine emotions. No, it's compassion, but it's not. It's, it's, it's like it's like tea that's just the right temperature to drink. Exactly. I'm like, I need I need more spice. There's a reason why Star Trek is not like a big Tumblr tag. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, like like Star Star Wars is great because it's all dumb flavor and no yeah. like nutrients. <laughs> and it's like Star Trek is like eat your vegetables. Well, no, Star Trek is the heart. Star Trek is the heart and the brain. No, well, no, no. Star Trek is the brains, and Star Wars is the dick and in the, the vagina. Wow, wow. not even it's, heart. They <laughs> <laughs> both have heart. They share the heart. But, weird. Yeah, weird. this is a weird body. I don't like. Let's stop. No, no. Let's stop this right now. Let's stop this right now. Let's stop this right now. So, which is like Star Trek I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> Hi. Uh, Star Trek. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I actually did make that joke myself when I came to that conclusion. Where I was so like, I need something Nine. optimistic and blah, blah, blah. There's some passion there. You got fucking. You know, I stuff fully happens. did make me watch the one episode, the duet, and that was really good. Yeah, that was good. But good let episode. it build up. Yeah, it's know. good. It's good stuff. And then I was kind of like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> I have so little free time. Yeah. Oh, I know, exactly. You got to pick and choose your battles. Doing, especially if you want to play games and Doing stuff. something that I'm oh, not interested in. Is speaking just... of Star Trek, look at this bullshit. Uh, Foley just picked up one of the comp Foley, copies of the Star Trek The Next Generation coloring book that I just received. You guys can feel free to take one of those home. Um, yeah, so this is the uh, Dark Horse on December 20th is publishing the Star Trek The Next Generation coloring book. For which I did the cover and eight interior illustrations for. It's actually a cute little book. Uh, uh, there's one person in there who draws enough like me that everyone seems to think like my art is his and vice versa. Uh, but then they also have one artist who did a lot of like montage comic book cover looking art, which doesn't mm-hmm. look like anything else in the interior, but still I think is kind of interesting looking. But that's a cool little book. And also on the same day, the original series coloring book is coming out too. <laughs> I want I want so. this to be Riker. Uh, these two ladies hanging off of him, and he's, it's a huge blunt. Is that the one where... Oh, yeah. <laughs> you could just, like, draw your own shit. Is that a Billy Page? That's a Billy Page. It's it's Data and his daughter. His daughter, Laura. No, loud. That's mine. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is uh, that is um, Jordy with uh, Leah Brahms. Uh, I, technically, that's a uh, holodeck recreation of Leah Brahms, which mm-hmm. comes back to bite mm-hmm. uh, Jordy in the ass later. She bites him in the butt. Well, he wants her to. He keeps on trying to, like, reprogram her social bite butt, but no. Um, thank God I didn't have to draw any Borg or the Borg ship that for that book. Is that Billy Page? No, that's, that's the other person. There's oh, wait, one, now that I look at the faces, I see There's another not. person here who, who did, like, the very kind of simple uh, art style that I did, but they did uh, some some uh, Photoshop textures uh-huh. and uh, stronger outlines. That's not me? Yeah. It's... For a project which none of us were seeing what the other people were drawing, it looks it's, relatively that's consistent. That's a bill page. That's a bill page, it's yeah. It's pretty consistent. Like, um, but yeah, it's well, not that bad. There are a few that are consistent, Wait. and then there's, like, one person who... Like you said, the one person who this does... This almost looks like somebody drawing Dylan. <laughs> yeah, I am Dylan and Leland. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? No shit! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all for... Because we're doing... Dude, no, that's fucking awesome! No, my helmet, if we do... That looks like Dylan, that is... If you want to be in it, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, so if you really look, that's Bill. That is badass. Oh, that's great, Bill. That is Leland. Leland's totally chill. Do you see all those flames? Chill as fuck. No, I Dylan and Leland sit down and say, "Hey, oh my god, I love do you guys? This. Do you guys want to be uh, oh my god. the helmsman and the ops uh, oh person my. on the yeah, Stargazer?" That's and they're adorable. like, "Yeah, let's do that." 
watch it. So. That's adorable. Yeah, so that's coming out soon. And the other thing, too, uh, just oh, on Friday, God. an art gallery show opened up in Burbank at the Creature Features Did... like novelty uh-huh, show, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I have a piece of... It's a big Amblin Entertainment, the Steven Spielberg's production company. They're having a big 35th mm-hmm. anniversary art show Made there. Uh, yeah, if you go to Burbank there, I have a piece in there. It's the Empire of the Sun-themed uh, uh, piece. Really turned out beautiful. And there's a whole big... Uh, Drew Struzan, uh, there's a whole thing for him, too. I guess they had an oh opening on Friday, and everyone was freaking out because he had a whole bunch of his, his original artworks oh, wow. and stuff there, oh, wow. too. So right now, somewhere in Burbank, California, I have a piece of artwork hanging up roughly in the same room as Drew Struzan, a bunch of originals, like Hook Do you know anybody in Burbank like that. that can go take a picture? Uh, I know one couple <laughs> in particular who live in L.A., but they're stuck uh, taking care care of their football hero dad is in town ah. so they can't yeah they're really upset because yeah. there's a couple things going on in la this weekend yeah. that they can't do it because they're like essentially hanging out with the uh, football dad in-law i guess the dude's an old football star and so all he wants to sit down and talk about like what i played in the 1942 super bowl that would be really impressive if he did play in the 1942 man i watched a little bit of the crown this week uh, uh, yeah the first episode yeah. Yeah. Smith. it's not bad the production, really values, that. the production values in that goddamn show yeah you're kidding that's like a really beautiful. beautiful looking show i don't know yeah. where they shot half that stuff because yeah. i can't imagine they kind of shot too many of the actual locations mm. Yeah, like, I can't tell. But it looks good, though. Yeah, God like damn. the costuming is so good, and the, and the cinematography is so Matt good. Matt Smith plays a good dickhead. He, and I like the play, lady playing Elizabeth. Oh, she's, she's really good, she's too. Amazing. She's amazing. Yeah. So great. She, well, because you really believe their chemistry mm-hmm. and their um, antagonism. Well, because Matt Smith, he, he goes from being a, a legitimate dickhead to actually legitimately trying to, like, protect her at the same yeah. time, but also being a dick. Like, he also shows a always, very realistic relationship. Yeah, and she's, she's like, someone that, like, can be vulnerable to kind of yeah. steely badass, you yeah. know, kind of going back and forth, too. Yeah. It's, yeah. That's, like, yeah. Only really yeah. nicely done. Almost like real people. Oh, yeah. her dad is the guy yeah. from Mad Men. He's yeah. the dad. Oh, he was what he was Moriarty in the fucking Sherlock Holmes. Exactly. Yeah, I yeah. love that actor. He's, he's, he's really fantastic. good. He's, like, really, he's really good. good. That's, you know, that's such a sweet relationship. I was a little disappointed because I was like, why don't you just get Colin Firth? Wow. Come on, <laughs> make this a canonical sequel uh-huh. to the King's Macbeth. Well, see, that's what I thought was so impressive is that he has his own performance very distinct from Colin Firth. And it's so great. Yeah. And it's so it's beautiful. really good, yeah. And like that that relationship, that father-daughter relationship between him and his two girls is, is just fucking, mm-hmm. it's gorgeous. And it's... Mm-hmm. It, that that monarchy is so interesting because mm-hmm. you know really but for the grace of god he didn't want to ever be king yeah, yeah. You he know? Should never really should have his and, brother and, yeah and his didn't. brother should well i mean but well, man but the way they have, do the you know? brother the brother's relationship with them and with the monarchy is really see, interesting see, I want yeah. more like there, that, there's yeah. an episode later in the series that's basically like is it mostly about him yeah. yeah and the way they handle like because he's a total shit the way he copes with it is he and his wife are shits yeah. about it like they have shitty nicknames for everybody yeah. well i saw and, like they you see that they're watching the coronation later yeah. halfway because that's the one yeah. episode i did see before it's the actual oh, coronation episode watch that one first well i was upstairs and bahar happened to be yeah, watching was, so yeah, i was yeah, like what's yeah, this right. and, and like bahar's like have you ever heard of the crown and it was like literally right after we yeah. finished recording you guys were going yeah. off about it uh-huh. and, yeah and i saw that they were like oh look at that bullshit they're on TV. Yeah. Isn't this stupid? But like his reverence yeah. for it and his revulsion at it is really well done. It's yeah. a pretty cool little show. It's it very yeah. nicely done. I don't. I don't think it was renewed 
for I don't it costs too much fucking money. I, I'm not I, surprised. I would agree. Well, when does it end? Like what? Like we, we haven't watched. We, the last we haven't watched yet. the last episode. We've, we've, I don't know we, if it like to some degree we stalled out on it. It became very stressful. Would the sequel be about her like dealing with die and mean, all that stuff? Well, here's like the, the thing. 80s? I mean, it would be like you'd continue. Lots of shit happened. She's reigned for like sixty fucking years. Mm-hmm. Like you know, she, she took was... out Castro by herself. Boom! Sniper rifle. Yeah. Right. I would. I would. I would not. I would. I would not. Which is funny because that's someone who came to power not too long after she did, and she her her reign outlived his, and everyone's talking about how long he was in power for, and she's yeah. still like, my son is going to die of old age before he come becomes king. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering the, the the turnaround there, considering the fact that she came to power because her father, who should not have passed, who was still a young yeah, man. Yeah, the whole mechanics of this is just like, fucking crazy. It's, yeah. it's fascinating that she is, yeah, as old and still as with it, and yeah. Mm-hmm. House of Windsor is fucking ass. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so is that everything we did this week? Um. Yeah. Well, wait, wait. I did jack all. Fully, do you want to talk about Supergirl? Well, what new happened to Fully Supergirl? Fully Supergirl. I thought you guys were caught up the last week. I mean, we're caught up. There's new, there was a new episode. But this then there last was a week. new episode. And there was a cross show event. Oh, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. That is great. It was good. <laughs> um, I have fallen hard. Into a, a yeah. Supergirl fandom. Fully I, doesn't need me this week or the last two weeks because she has Supergirl instead. <laughs> it's real. I've never had any interest. I've I've never had any interest in DC. I mean, I, I DC like like uh, uh, properties or stuff like that. Uh, like the the most that I've ever like watched has were all of the fucking. Um, Batman movies with um, the the oh Christ- the old the Christopher 80, the Nolan, 90s ones yeah. the Christopher oh, okay, Nolan yeah. ones yeah um or really so and like I saw those like I saw like you know molded nipples George Clooney Batman uh, like you all know the bullshit ones yeah. yeah all the bullshit ones and everything like that and Michael Keaton and the thing like but that was like kind of the extent because I always felt like Superman was really fucking bland like I've mm-hmm. seen yeah. all the Superman movies the Christopher Reeves ones the the later ones and stuff like that like I've seen them not not the most recent Zack Snyder ones because I. You're can't, not missing shit. Can't stand. Well, a lot of people him. argue that they're, they're not even really technical. Henry Superman Cavill's movies. very handsome as Superman, but well, I'm yeah, like, no, everyone you know. feels bad for him that he like not he's not a bad choice for Superman, but yeah. he's yep. just stuck in such garbage movies. Though. Yeah. yeah. So so, but Superman's always felt very Boy Scout and bland, mm-hmm. and I'm like, it's not very interesting. And um, so glad Calamity John doesn't listen to our podcast. He's so we're crying right now. He doesn't know. Why. <laughs> well, it's interesting the people who like like Superman bounces off of so many people, but it speaks to so. It does. So vibrantly to such a minority of people. Mm-hmm. And you wonder how much of that is their upbringing versus their, just their personality. And what, like, you wonder what parts of Superman and the mythos speak to them. Yeah. As someone who's really obsessed just, with Robin Hood, I can't throw any stuff. No, no, no. I, I'm not. I'm just oh, saying. No, 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 no. no, 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 no yeah, you're just saying that you, saying, you like, are you're saying it, your experience. It, for, by and large, bounced off me a lot. Like, I love. My context for Superman exists only um, not through anything that I've read and not through necessarily a lot that I've viewed, but, like, Mm -hmm. through Alex Ross's art. Like, Alex Ross painting Superman. Like, Mm -hmm. that Superman feels very real to me, and I like him, you know? And, like, I I have... um, I have actually read the the things where he like did the full books um, that are all his watercolor, his yeah. be- that beautiful style and stuff like that. And I did read those and I did enjoy them. And I but I love how he renders them. And I'm I can be such a fucking art snob as far as like comics that I'll spend time reading. I want to enjoy what I'm looking at and like what I'm reading. And so yeah. like I want the writing and the art to be 
equally good, and that mm-hmm. pisses Annie off a lot of the time. No, 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 no. I, I, what pisses me off is that you flip through a comic first to judge the art, and then you go back and read it, which is like fast forwarding through a movie to figure out if you want to watch it. God, I or wish reading I could the last do that. couple of pages of a book to see if it's worthwhile it makes me insane. Okay, I don't do that uh. last one. <laughs> I sometimes will read the last sentence of a book that I seem like I'm going to get into. Just this, just, just, just That's to imagine different. the gulf between like what's going to happen between now and that last sentence. Yeah, I have done that sometimes too, though I don't do it anymore. I, I used to do that. Yeah, more. About, I haven't done. Well, then again, I've, I've read so much nonfiction these days. Yeah. So really, it's not really. That's, it really, you're the like, doesn't quite work. But I'm glad you're having a good time with you. Yeah, the crossover. Event? Um, the crossover event uh, is uh, what was really, really fantastic. I still have one more episode. You think it might get drawn into some Fuck of the other no. shows? Then no, okay, really, no, it's just Supergirl no. for you. I started originally watching. Um, I actually did originally start watching Arrow, which I guess has been on for five seasons. No, no yeah, that point. was that was from the first one, though, right? I, I think yeah. it was, yeah. And then, um, and I did enjoy it. I just, I, I remember that I got to the point where I would have had to start paying yeah. to watch it, and I said no, nah, 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 nah. And, um, and 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 but I like those characters, and like that was really interesting too because those characters. I was telling Annie when we were driving over here, like it felt like like watching a soap opera and then imagining that that soap opera crossed over with another network soap opera <laughs> which felt fake and unreal uh, and those yep. people aren't those people are th- those, those people are characters don't exist. not those people are, uh, yeah. <laughs> um like arrow the, the the characters of arrow and stuff like that which is again not a hero that i have ver- any interest or not, not interest but like any experience with um was they're good. I mean, they're great. The cast that they have is fantastic. It's a it's an interesting story. Um, don't care as much because what I get out of Supergirl is the same nutrients that I got out of Parks and Rec. Okay. There's a gleaming optimism to Supergirl. I actually read an article on Polygon that I couldn't bring myself to read all of, but it was basically like the bizarreness of Supergirl in a post-Trump world. Because like, yeah, this last week's episode had, uh, or this this season has had um, a female president sign an amnesty act for aliens, as in aliens from space. Uh-huh. Um, you have a gay co- a woman who's gay come to terms with her family and be accepted and openly and like allowed to have like this happy thing happen all this shit. Like you have a powerful woman in a position of uh, of media power yeah. decide that she's going to write her own life and do her own things and like all these strong female relationships and like well, it's... Did you see the thing there was a cosplayer uh, dressed up like Supergirl who had her photo t- I don't know if she was a cosplayer or just a model or something mm-hmm. like that. She had her photo t- taken with Trump this week and she posted like this photo of herself yeah. as Supergirl with with and it, the, the caption was like I'm with the real hero of what, of what America needs Donald Trump and like people online were just like have you watched Supergirl? <laughs> yeah. Like, especially the, the current version that you watch. Did yeah. you watch like this week's at 20 Because yeah. like especially the Amnesty thing people yeah. were like don't watch the show that Of course, like, the plot <laughs> twist was the present is an alien. Ba, oh, ba, no! ba. Hey, spoilers. Yeah. Spoilers. But no. Guess who, um, plays, guess who plays the president, though? Oh, no. Who? It's Linda Carter. <laughs> it's, it's Linda Carter. I'm glad she's there. It's yeah. a fantastic, it's a fantastic thing that the, uh, all of the CW shows are actually doing is that, like, so, like, I think I talked about this last, last week, that Supergirl's adopted parents are played by the yeah, you're original about, yeah. woman who played Supergirl, like, back in the 80s. Yeah. And Dean Cain. Yeah. So there's that, and then also Brendan Ralph, uh, uh, who played. Oh, Superman, he shows up. He shows. He's on one of the other CW shows. They make a really fantastic joke when Kara is leaving and says goodbye to him, and he just stops for a second, and goes, "Shh, it's just weird." 
she looks exactly like my cousin. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> ah! that's so good. Yeah. So like they know what they're doing. It's, it's like, really fascinating. When Linda Carter's president and someone says she's such a wonderful president. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Um, all I could think of was her fucking train song for Fallout 4. Yeah. That's all I could think. <laughs> yeah. It was a train train. Um, <laughs> Look, it, it's it's really fascinating to see these shows that are very clearly from people written by people who grew up on Buffy, and to see where they go with that. You know, because we finally have it now. We have a generation of people who grew up on Buffy and Firefly, and like those were their shows, and now they're making their own content. And it's yeah. weird to see like the threads of that come yeah. through. It's just fascinating. Well, we, we had mentioned before, I think, on the past about how there's like. Buffy spawned a whole bunch of other shows like Warehouse 13 and stuff. They were actually with Buffy creators yeah. Yeah. running those shows. Yeah. But then those old shows kind of like ran their course and that yeah. kind of died off. Now you have the yeah, exactly the fans growing up yeah. in the entertainment industry yeah. kind of bringing the Buffy stuff yeah. to the table. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's, that, and that's what yeah. it is. It's a, Supergirl is a show that exists and, and, and achieves great things on the weight and uh, of its ensemble cast. Yeah. yeah. You give a shit about all of those characters. And, except and for James. It, Poor James. Except for stupid James. <laughs> stupid but like, everybody James. gotta have... That James. It's not him, his fault. He's just so boring. Everybody gotta to have everybody him. gotta have a super boring character. Yeah. So like, there's... There, but there's... There, and he even... Even He's in the beginning, He's I liked him. Yeah. You know? like Who's James? Uh, James, James Olsen. Olsen. Oh, no. Jimmy. He's Jimmy. now like the head of the... Jermall journal. Yeah. Journal building, <laughs> journalism whatever, building. Whatever. So anyway, he's he's kind of amp, but whatever. It's boring. They but their whole thing them. is like I was I was reading a I was reading a thing with the um that was information from or like an interview with one of the writers, one of the head writers, and they were asking some questions like, not nah, some things. The reason that I started watching the show was because. I was like, is this for real that there is a fandom that exists where people are shipping these two characters and two female characters together and that that actually then happens. happens. Yeah. yeah. Like, 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 I'm like, cause the, well, like, something happened I never that believed... with uh, Cora. Right. Like, exactly. At the last minute. But at the last oh, minute. Yeah, 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 exactly. At yeah. the last yeah. minute. And then it's going to, all the aftermarket oh, I'm not, stuff. I'm not saying the little, no, 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 yeah. no. But like, all the, that that's a big, you know, all yeah. the aftermarket stuff is happening and stuff like that. And that's, and that's great. And it's beautiful that it ended up, that Cora ended that way. Yeah. But this is a situation where well, we're, we're two seasons, we're two seasons in and this character, this, this Alex, realizes that she's gay goes for this one other character who she knows is that's gay. Kara's sister Who's, right uh yes, yes. Yeah, yeah okay and um and they get and it happens there's no angst there's no i mean there there's a little bit of misunderstanding but then there's like i like you you like me this is fine yeah let's do like, this like like heteros get like heteros get <laughs> and exactly, no yeah. one died and so yet like, Someone was like, <laughs> "That's the thing. It's Buffy, so that might actually." Someone end up was happening. like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah, like, "Why as a writer did you do that?" And the, the, his response was beautiful because his response was like, "Everyone on the show loves the character of Alex. Why shouldn't she get to be happy?" Yeah, okay. Why? Why would you torture her? Mm-hmm. Like, it's and that is that is not a being growing up a a, a, a lesbian woman like. That's not a perspective that you get. Let's you, make a list of the happily partnered gay characters on television. It's going to be a short Oops. fucking list. Yeah. So pretty much Oscar from The Office, and that's it. And 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 it's nice to it's nice to be watching something as it's happening, as it's occurring, and kind of see the effect that it has because it's yeah. it, that representation is important. And and the fact that the two actresses that play um, Alex and Maggie are so 
in it. Like they're so they're like this is a fucking great story. I, they they both pushed for it. They thought that it would be really a, like yeah. really really strong. And it was nice that it kind of organically came from the characters versus they're like we're going to have a gay yeah. plot. Yeah. It what happened was they're like we're going to introduce this character who's canonically gay from DC Comics. And then they were just talking about like this they've been they're trying to figure out like they've been figure trying to figure out Alex's deal for a while and what that means for her and like how she interacts with people and yeah they're like well what if she has a crush on Maggie and they're like what and then was like okay oh let's do God. it and, and so then it was just it. it was just so beautiful because the two the two women have excellent chemistry they together do. they're Maggie fucking charming really as hell and um and oh, they seem Maggie to really so enjoy it. but then what's funny is like you have this and it's a real relationship between two real characters that's actually really happening on screen and it's going to be interesting to see where it goes. And then you have Supergirl. They also introduced Lex Luthor's sister, um, who's played by Katie, um, who they, they cast... Uh, Morgana. Kate, Katie, Mor- uh, Katie McGrath, who played Morgana on Merlin. Yeah. Um, she's a fucking powerhouse. She's awesome. And there's that dynamic though between the two of them it's like no one told katie mcgrath that she's not gay for supergirl <laughs> okay yeah like yep. straight up like there are the, the 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 way that they are around each other and blushing and like the 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 looks that they give each other and you're like what is going on i like it i like it a lot so i have this like actual legitimate thing happening with with alex and maggie oh, and then i also slash these other like char- slash yeah. the Ship fuck these characters, but like yeah. really hope that like that, that like maybe that could be cool yeah. having luther and super person kind of make out might be yeah erotic i might be right we'll see what happens but yeah <laughs> well, i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting but it's it's yeah. it's, it's a nice um it's I'm a really, glad that it's a really good cast. opportunity for that even potentially happen for for real. It could be a thing that happens yeah. on the show, though, even if it doesn't. But it's, like, even if it doesn't, the fact sh- that it, it could be in the cards, you never yeah. know, because I've already the, the set a uh, set a standard with already doing it with with two other characters. Yeah. yeah. So even even if it doesn't, she's oh, a man. fantastic addition, and it's it's been a lot of fun. And it's it a, is a it's little a really bit like hoping uh, Boss Hog and the Duke Boys get it on. Yeah. And like. He can technically make it like yeah, but like it'll be like uh, but like a well, but like a really hot boss hog. <laughs> oh, I'm you have to reimagine like <laughs> like a really hot one. Like yeah, oh, like God, boss hot hog. boss hog. <laughs> <laughs> like boss hog is played by the rock. I'm thinking it's like oh, no, it's like gender flipped. Who do you get to play hot boss boss hog in any situation? The rock it has to be a southern. No, he's not. He has to be someone from the no, south. No, no, I just want to imagine the rock. Because no, 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 yeah. In undies on that car. I love you. Hot. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so it's a great show. Um, I, I'm I, so glad you have Supergirl to be your wife. <laughs> well, that's why it sounds like it's just, down I'm so glad fucking chomps me in half. Fallen down the fan fiction well and yeah. started drawing a bunch Kirsten of... Kirsten Shawl is Hot Boss Hog. <laughs> no! No! Cause, cause... Also, why does it have to be gender flip? You can have Hot Boss Hog that's a dude. Dude, boss. Well, how do you tell Kirsten Shaw is hot, boss? Hog? You and can. the whole outfit, the one big two white ten gallon hat, and she's all trying to be sensual. She's like, no, she's two hot ten gallon hats. Whatever you dress. That's good. I like that. Fucking. Shows. Oh, I forgot. Did you guys watch Westworld this week? Speaking of we, the finales tonight. Man, oh man, fucking Westworld. Westworld. They're like, okay, everybody, time for a mystery box episode. And Foley and I just immediately lost. I all literally interest. forgot that last week. Well, also. It's confirming along the fear. Spoilers for Westworld. Fucking what's his name is Arnold, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. which doesn't make any. I mean, well, hopefully they'll a, explain it. He's a 
he wait so it's they talk this about is, that's yeah exactly that's so too. bernard like, is implied was programmed by arnold because there's programming that's in what I'm him. Saying, but then it turns out that like well he does he says there's programming in me that is too elegant that is not you that's but it is suggested that he was built by yeah what's his butt by hannibal <laughs> yeah, yeah. By Silence of the Lambs. Silence to be of the his, Lambs. But his it, partner. It's yeah. like I thought they were gonna do a thing where like maybe he's it's a ghost in the machine that he's got like like some maybe Arnold put his like brain into a machine sure. and it got into but no he is supposed to be the physical man is he is a physical copy yes. of this yes. Arnold Which guy. Is weird, yeah. right? And this is one of the this is one this is like okay Disney did the Disney business was founded by Walt Disney and his brother. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is like suggesting like he killed his brother, replaced his brother <laughs> with a robot that of looked just brother. like his brother, but said his name's Larry. And no one's pointing <laughs> well, out the fact that. Well, that's assuming that Arnold is dead. What? What? He's dead. No, but like I'm saying, okay, so wait, how do we know that? Arnold's so Bernard dead? is supposed to be Arnold. Bernard looks like Arnold. Yeah, but wait, all, they Bernard can't. Is... It's not like they both. They even had a photo. But so... how do we know that Arnold is dead? Oh. No, but everyone thinks he's dead. I know. I'm not saying he's dead. But not. Bernard looks like Arnold. Everyone thinks Arnold's dead. Does like, anyone... Like, isn't anyone like, that's weird? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying. Does anyone else see that Arnold is in the room? Is it Arnold? Oh, he thinks he's called Bernard, but it's Arnold. <laughs> that's what <laughs> his, well, name, his name is literally an anagram. Man, if you don't know this show, it's like, <laughs> it's like anyway, okay, first maybe, maybe, maybe Arnold was like the silent partner and it was he never was like a public that's face. That's the only way that's supposed to work is that no one's ever seen Arnold well, before. I really there... like how they're doing the face replacement for the young, uh, young Oh yeah, because you showed up for two seconds yeah. again. And they yeah. did that in another episode too. And they did it for like a slightly older but still yeah. younger. Yeah, they're doing different. Yeah. Um, and fucking Dolores killed... Wait, no, Dolores killed Arnold. That's apparently. why That's why we know he, he's dead. Yeah. Apparently. Dolores apparently she thinks and she did. It sounds like all this shit's going on in that church that she returned yeah, like, to and all this. I, I really like, I really enjoy I Westworld leave. a lot, but it, that was all just too much gobbledygook. It, I didn't, I it was some lost happening. bullshit. Yeah. I didn't mean anything that happened with Logan. I wish if they could drop that character. Like, Which one's Logan? Logan is the fucking asshole. Oh, well, that's half the episode is Logan and William just kind of, he's kind of, I'm going to cut your do, we, do, we think that, do you think William is the man in black? I think William is the man well, in black. People point out the knife he gets in that yeah. scene. Yeah. Is that's the same the man knife, in is the, knife. Is the same so knife. even more yeah. like, yeah. Who pointed that out to you? Foley. Yeah. Foley pointed that out. Thank actually. you. As we're watching it. Like, I'm like, like, mm. And I was watching it when the when the man in black cuts his cuts the thing and th- that knife is too fucking prominent. Yeah, it's a thing. little And it's also the knife, it's a knife that he pulls out to cut somebody. Like, so yeah. it's his knife. Yeah. They're establishing it. They've established it in many, many, many shots. This is his knife. It's his thing. So that and it's the makes... one William cuts people's legs off with. Yeah. It makes sense. I do that... like they're all crappy robots, though, when he slaughters all those robots well, and they got, like, that's fucking Tinker be, Toy limbs. That must be our, our hint that this is in the past, Because too. it is, yeah, because yeah. it's obviously robot people. Yeah. Not just, like, yeah. yeah. So that stuff I'm fine with. Where I'm struggling is the... Co- and I know that's what's... what is real... And what is memory, and what is not? Like, like with well, they, that's all the what stuff Dolores, with Dolores. The whole thing was like, yeah, it kept on flipping, flat, and you're like, okay. And I'm like, okay, now this is memory or fan yeah. or like. This is the things they're getting. They're falling into in love with their own cleverness. Yeah, and it's actually impacting. Like, I'm just here for the story and the characters. I just want to know what's happening. I genuinely. You're like, well, I, that's I, like, like, you're like, I am literally watching all of it. 
I am here. I am really good with reading and visual comprehension. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck are you Here's doing? It's a roller coaster, right? And I'm fine with that. And I don't need to know what loops and turns are coming. I'm along for the ride, but you're going to fucking snap. It almost seems like they're overcompensating because, like, I almost wonder because everyone started figuring out some what some of these big mysteries are, like, yeah. like the second episode aired. Yeah. And I almost wondered if they compensate if they went back to, like, one of these episodes and said, okay, let's, like, fuck around with the editing more just to make it seem, yeah. just to conf- make it a little more confusing. Because, like, yeah, this stuff with the lore since last time was 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 confusing to the point where it's unnecessary yeah yeah, yeah so However, uh, we'll see what like there'll yeah. be tonight and we'll figure out what i happens, still really like, enjoy westworld I love the that last episode and everything oh yeah that's yeah. the thing the 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 uh um the costuming and the casting and the performances fucking tandy newton deserves a fucking emmy yeah, for her really return does. like she's doing such a good she job really i i honestly uh, evan rachel wood deserves yeah. deserves like god i have can we get biggest crush can on we get, evan rachel wood can we get her like a golden globe and a fucking emmy Dear lord her performance she, in the show is fucking amazing yeah she's amazing like i love the way the show handles the 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 terrifying horror of being a host yeah like the way that is conveyed i think is really really cool and the way it makes you resonate or at least me resonate as a viewer with that nightmare of questioning everything you are in your reality and that awakening it's one of the best shows i've ever seen that dealt with that in a way that really did a good job of conveying that horror beyond the character saying this is awful you know it's like oh no what happened the creeping horror you know she's 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 phenomenal and and i'm glad she exists in the world and and tandy newton as well like i i really do at this point i really do watch the show for those two women yeah and and that's and the way they the, they're the way both women who have been assaulted you know who use sex as power and all this shit and that those things don't feel manipulative for the gaze of the viewer yeah, yeah. you know what i mean like it's not for our cheap thrills well, those are things that are really ter- fucking tricky to work with yeah and i'm really impressed with how they handle it so far yeah and they're great, and the lesser Hemsworth is not that interesting. <laughs> he to has showed up in about six shots this whole season. I'm surprised yep. they even got a name person, quote unquote, name person. I mean, they he, got the they got, got they got the, the Play-Doh Hemsworth. He's like, like saying you have a Baldwin in the he's show. Like the like, I can't believe they're using a Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> they got they got sh- <laughs> they got her sh- Herbie Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, Herbie Baldwin <laughs> of the of the Arkansas Baldwins. <laughs> anyway, you just want what's your favorite? You want Emma Wood and Annie Noon to be happy. That's all you really care well, about. I, like, no, I want them to have bloody vengeance. That's true. Yeah. So is it well, that, that would be Dolores is the foreshadowing? Like Dolores somehow comes to awareness, kills Arnold, causes all that mayhem. They him they they tamper. I like mayhem ca- because that's chaos. No, it's chaos and mayhem, and I like <laughs> and then, it. And now Tandy Newton is like the second wave of this. Exactly. Yeah. That, that that's the insinuation. Yeah. Oh, and that like fucking... whatever. I just want Man. this last episode to be Kill Bill music. Wee! Oh, oh and, and, wee! Well, and people are wondering everyone. now because we've had these scenes where uh, it's just uh, it's Bernard uh, talking to Loris, yeah. like. Yeah, and like what people and, are like, and, oh, that's not actually Bernard. That's actually the original Arnold. Yeah, yeah. oh, and yeah. that's actually way yeah. flashbacks. Yeah, and, like he may be actually setting her up for her original freak out with William and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's oh man. That what makes... if? What if? Okay, what if that is true? What if yeah. they reveal I mean, all that, this? Yeah. Hold on, hold on. Okay, <laughs> what if they reveal all this and then like the next cliffhanger thing is. Tandy Newton, like, I'm gonna go get some allies, and they go down to, like, a more secure meat locker, and there's Dolores in what? there, and she uh. activates Dolores, and then they just fucking kill everyone! <laughs> 
and and then and then I get the I get the the sexual satisfaction that um, the bl- the the black rider uh-huh. um, in the um, in the in the, tr- in the in the opening sequence uh-huh. the black rider on the horse with the gun who's a uh-huh. woman that actually turns Dolores. into a character yeah, yeah. is yeah. Dolores yeah that's all I want I, it's not Dolores though baby you keep saying that it's not Dolores I, honey. <laughs> Honey, what have we what have we learned while you've been working? Let Foley do and whatever. I want. learned this week from the improv movie. The first rule of improv is always, always say, say yes. Yes. <laughs> yes and Foley. Yes and yes and I have a boner. <laughs> hey everybody! Thank you. We're gonna take a break. <laughs> we'll be back for the geek weekend. We're here, just sitting in the car. I want you to show me if you can get far. Step on the gas. Great Step British Bake Off after that. Bill, you know I have so much to say about about uh, Mac 2. No, I'm not. We'll Bill! Just, we'll do whatever. It's fine. This apple is amazing. It's good apple! You picked it! You know what, though? Yeah. You know what okay, honey oh, actually, we should wait until she's done. <laughs> honey crisp for the best apples. No, yeah. no, no, you're fine. Honey crisp for the best apples. Hands down. No other apple this is, is no good. Thing. Mm-hmm. It is known. And it is known because they taste like apple cider. Yeah. That's why I like it. Man, you know what? I, I recently, because you picked up that apple cider, I, I can't eat and drink the two of them, because it really is like drinking the stuff I just ate. Yeah, I And know. it's just like, it's kind of a weird sensation, yeah. And they taste like apple cider. You do taste like apple cider. It's exactly, most- yeah. Oh, it's the best! I, I, mm-hmm. Good job. Whenever they could devise, like, uh, honey crisp apple trees that can produce all year round. I know. Uh-huh. I would say, actually, they're probably better left as a seasonal treat. Yeah, but, yeah. 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 Really they're always those. so huge, too. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's like a dare. They're so good. Thank you, Bill. Thank you guys for being with me. Bill, happy early birthday. No, thank you so much. No. I feel really bad because I can't think of anything to get you and like. I well, I don't feel bad for myself because I can't. Like I said, Star Wars is gonna be my birthday, even though you know it's a week later. But yeah, it's just funny because I think that actually the night of that is actually Bobby's birthday, so that's kind of my birthday gift to him too. So. I'm, I'm glad you saw the tickets because I'm glad like, I'm busy enough this year not to not feel bad about being distracted by stuff. Because like, yeah. <laughs> this one, this is the first year where I'm honestly like, was I had my 40th last year? That was fun. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so 41st, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. No, no. Next year I'll do something more interesting. We had this this sweet boy um, uh, at a Target uh, come up and um, talk to us, and he was really, really, really charming young man. Um, and he, he asked if we were, what, um, teens? Mm-hmm. Or he asked if we were- He, he was autistic. We, he asked if we were young people. And, and I was like, oh no, no, not at all, we're not young. And he goes, and I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm Was he developmentally disabled or was he, was he just- He was autistic. He was, he was just on the autistic spectrum. He's actually really sweet because he came up to us and introduced himself and started talking to us. And his mom, I know the look on his mom's face of she's yeah. like, she's Oh yeah, just, just like, oh no. She's just waiting for someone to be a dick to him. Yeah, that's basically exactly. the thing. Yeah. Like that's that look. It was this kind of like trepidation of yeah. like bracing herself, bracing herself to either console him or usher him away or any of those things. And I'm like, fuck no. Oh. Like he's a sweet guy. This is gonna be tough. But what was really cute is he said he asked if we were teens, mm-hmm. and to which we I went, no. And I'm like, we're we're we're, we're I'm old. And and he's like. Are you in your 40s? And I was like, almost. And he goes, are you 36? And I went, yeah. And I was like, fuck a high five. Yeah, I just turned 36 like two days ago. And he was like, oh. And then when I high fived him, he took my hand 
And he looked at my hand. He kind of was petting the top of my hand and his mom's face is like, Bleh. but he's kind of petting the top of my hand. He goes, your skin still looks young. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, and then he walked over Nothing to Annie. Nothing else about you. <laughs> he walked over to Annie and he put, took her hand and he pet her hand and then he goes, your skin looks young too. You have skin, the skin of teens. <laughs> and we both were like, thanks, Noah. Like, thanks, dude. And I was like, that's great. Okay. Aww. Merry Christmas. Glad, okay, glad and then that he was a positive of, thing. And yeah. his, mom, his mom was just like, thank you. And then, like, and then, and then it kind How of, old was that guy? He was probably in his early 20s. Early twenties, maybe like late teens. Maybe yeah. he's worried about aging out of his teens, and so he's like, <laughs> Lord, like, he's can like, you still be a teen? Can you still be look can, older? Can your, look old can your skin still look taut? I don't want to look old like my mom. That's what I was waiting for him. To you say. know, thankfully, I'm just glad it wasn't some kind of weird gender thing. I'm glad it was just an age yeah, thing. Yeah. It wasn't was some kind of like. Was are you? Boyfriend anyway, or I, don't, I don't know. It's a, just that was a really sweet interaction, yeah. and it makes it stick. It was really, really awesome. Mm-hmm. What are you guys shopping for? Our we Christmas tree, tree shopping. Oh, okay. That was the second target. That would be kind of a shame if you're like like dildo shopping and you gotta have to hide that a little that bit would be, too. I mean, that mm. would be Because, you know, Target's a wide dildo. Target. I mean, it's hard to hide a baseball what? bat-shaped dildo. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want to start the second, second segment real quick. What oh. the hell? Were you with Erica when she unboxed her new toy? No. no. I haven't seen Erica in a while. Oh, really? Oh, somebody... Did you see Erica post this week about mm. how... I haven't been online very much this week. Oh, we could have sworn because uh, somebody's laughing in the background. We just assumed it was you, uh, or that like Dylan thought they were filming at your house. Now, now uh, the only now the only way that anything can happen sexually between Matt and Erica is if Matt impersonates Annie. Wow, <laughs> I can see that. It's a really weird. No, Erica, really miss Erica. Got the mail. She got like this big wooden leather like like riding seat thing okay. with like this big rubber dildo thing that like throbs and writhes and has like a wrist to it. So the top knob just kind of like really but it doesn't look like an organic dildo it just looks like a big pink shaft with a big round ball like a giant uh-huh. joystick uh-huh. that you're supposed to just sit on and i guess have it just writhe around and scoop your guts out from the inside <laughs> And uh-huh. it's vibrating so much, it's like dancing around on the floor. And so, so someone starts like, 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 not just laugh, laughing, laughing, laughing uh-huh. in the background. Like it just sounded exactly like Andy. So I heard like, a manic giggle, and I thought Andy was in the room. Exactly, yeah. So I, yeah, okay. Uh, anyway, no, I haven't seen Erica in a million years. I haven't seen anyone in a million years. Bill, this pot, this is like the only socializing I've done during this project. Aww. While I was doing this podcast. Anyway, first off, as we discussed earlier at the front end of, our, oh yeah, this Geek Week review part of our podcast where Bill has made notes in the week. Was, and I you only got so many more times to say that, so yeah, time. we got to get that in there. Uh, Star Wars tickets went on sale this week for Rogue One. Yeah, so yeah, we already talked about that. Bill got tickets. Annie and Fuller are coming. I'm excited. Yeah, Fuller, are you good? Do you want to see? Fuck Star yeah. Wars? Okay, I just don't want to. Assume. I'm gonna go watch a war movie in a seat that reclines. <laughs> yeah, with, the, with the star Bill, lady, a robot. Bill, I will only go. If I could, if 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 Annie's on my left side and you're on my right side, get, hold your hand. That'd be the shit. And play with and play with your seat buttons. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, the first time I like uh, went there, I couldn't figure out how to put down the seat. I hit whatever button that puts oh, it yeah, up. Yeah. yeah and, then, yeah. and then when I went to go get up and leave, I, I it was hard for me to get up because I'm like, I can't put the legs down. So I just kind of like move my legs. <laughs> it was a whole thing. No, yeah. those moves are not as intuitive as they might. No, they are really exactly. Not. Yeah. They, there should be. You think there would be a little instruction panel next to yeah. them or something. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, uh, Recipe Skylander. Supposedly there won't be a 2017 version of the game and Activision is yet to assign the developers to another game. Hmm. Rest in peace, Toys to Life. Yeah, that's just really crazy 
just because Skylanders was such a big thing like two years ago. I mean, that's the nature of the toy industry. Something yeah. that's hot one like one yeah. year, two years later is completely dead and buried. But yeah. like that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Those are still uh, huge end caps in so many stores. Like yeah. that's those. the other thing too. And it's funny to think that like, uh, but I guess Disney was right to get out of the Toys to Life thing yeah. this soon. And I guess the last one standing, it's the Lego Dimension stuff, which yeah. I don't know how well that's selling. But yeah, I mean, they just came out with a whole new wave. It seems like it's I mean, doing I feel well. Like, but, but I feel like I feel like maybe they're getting crushed by Lego. Because that may, like, that could have been it. Because I mean, Lego's the one the one company that seems to be doing really doing it right. Lego theoretically, like someone could buy that even not wanting the game. Yeah, exactly. Even more yeah. so yeah. than the. Oh, a little expensive figures. for that, but you could. Yeah, yeah but, but yeah, Lego and, and also like so Lego work is you can't so much say more money that there's a glut of Lego games in the market because they put out those fucking games all the fucking time and they still sell like fucking yeah. hotcakes because yeah. they're fun. They are dumb and fun, they're even though fun. they're pretty much the same template, just with a new license plugged in. Except it's instead of magic, it's using the Force and the Harry Potter ones and like, but yeah, dude, streamlined machine. But it's, it's crazy it's that they have yeah, I mean, it's funny because Skylanders, they're, they're the ones who birthed this whole genre yeah. of, of a video game, and now they're gone. So that's, that's, that's kind of crazy. So, yeah. yeah. Nuts. Um, Stardew Valley coming to consoles on 1213. I didn't know that. Yeah. With the Ryu version scotched in favor of a Switch version, which could be super fucking cool, Bill notes, and give Animal Crossing a run for its money. Yeah. So they previously announced that they were going to bring it because I was starting to feel like Kickstarter. I can't remember if it was. I think so. I thought it was. Just but they Andy. just announced it was going to come. It was going to come to the Can Wii U. Can you date of course. people in Stardew Valley? Yes. yes. Oh no, that's a big component. In yeah. fact, actually, people have been petitioning the creator to make non-dateable characters dateable. <laughs> and so as they've been updating the game, it's like, oh, Larry the Chef is now dateable. Boom! And everyone's like, oh, is he straight? Is he gay? What's going on? Because like, there's different like yeah. you know, uh-huh. they, people swing different ways in that game too. So yeah. well, that's a big thing. And like, yeah, it's a what? huge part man, of Stardew Valley. Man, but here's the thing. I'm I'm not a furry, and if I could fucking date people in Animal Crossing, I oh, would. I was like, where's that sentence gonna go? That's right. That's <laughs> oh, uh, Daniel wanted to let you know because Animal, did you see the big update to the 3DS version of Animal Crossing? No. Where you can import characters if you have, like, the Animal <gasps> Crossing cards. So if you wanted to bring Blucky back, all you have to do is get the card, and, like, Lucky comes back to your town. Just throw that out there. But you can't date him. That's, no I mean, well, that's what my fanfiction is I for. Think, <laughs> I think. That's what I'm drawing you for Christmas. Lucky. But supposedly, no. like, like, Benson, so you can please. you can get extension onto your house to like you can like have a little art studio for your wife or husband and stuff nice. like that. All kinds of little things like that. It's yeah. real cute. It's I cute mean, people. Uh, when I pointed out that uh, if uh, Stardew Valley is on the Nintendo Switch at launch, that could give an uh, Animal Crossing run for its money. Some people did point out Animal Crossing is kind of a different game, even though on the surface yeah. they seem similar. Yeah. Whereas like, it'll, like. Animal Crossing is so light and fluffy, whereas mm-hmm. Stardew Valley, there's more like intrinsic things where you're like mm-hmm. really crafting things and mm-hmm. you can sell things. And it's, it's more seasonal. Of a, it, Minecraft riff. Mi- yeah, Minecraft yeah. If riff anything, it's actually yeah, closer to Minecraft yeah. than it really is Stardew Valley. Yeah. Than yeah, because Animal Crossing can't date anybody. Yeah, like, yeah. It's it's more just collecting items and kind of talking to oh, neighbors, but. But Stardew Valley <laughs> consoles, that's really cool. Yeah, that's next cool. Tuesday essentially. Yeah, yeah wow. that that could be kind of fun. Huh. Oh, yeah, I'll play it. Um. Two more Star Trek Discovery cast members were revealed. Doug Jones is playing an alien named Lieutenant Saru. That's the Doug Jones who's the creature. Yeah, the, the he's character a, director. Uh, yeah, Abe Sapien in the Hellboy movies yeah. and uh, Del Toro movies is always like yeah. anything that's tall and skinny and lanky is always. Yep. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, so he's playing an alien. I don't know if that means... I mean, I guess that suggests he's going to be a guy in prosthetics and not, like, a CGI motion-captured yeah. creature. He's, oh, wait, he's, he could be both. He's really good at he's really good at acting through prosthetics. Exactly, yeah. yeah. He's so, one of the few people who can really do it. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Broadway actor Anthony Rapp as gay space fungus expert Lieutenant Stamets. Technically, it's what? Astromycologist. Okay. Where did... Is he gay and he studies space fungus, or he that's studies what it is. gay space? Yeah, no, that's what. Well, no, he only it's studies Star Trek. Who knows? Homosexual. <laughs> you know what? He will. It's Star Trek. They will never have to have an episode where he finds a gay fungus man <laughs> and falls in love. Like, because after all, well, how do you not do that? Have or someone... what if they meet and they totally don't get along? Oh no! Yeah, and then the, he becomes he comes on board and he's a character in the future, and it's all constantly will they will they not fungus? <laughs> will, they, <laughs> will they will they won't fungus? I like that. Well, yeah, and then uh, yeah, so that's oh, that's on top of Michelle Yeoh being the captain of the Shengaos or whatever the Chinese ship is going to be. Interesting. So. Brian um, Fuller broke the news that he's completely cut ties with the show. That hmm. stinks. Yeah, he just because he's so busy with everything else that he I mean he still wrote the pilot came yeah. up with the characters and everything like that and he said they still have my number so in the future hopefully I can come back and help well yeah. that's not the way really TV works yeah because I mean I guess he come back and write but like the yeah. showrunners now need to be the showrunners it's not exactly. like he can come back next year and replace the people who he's exactly. promoted to replace them exactly but, um, but yeah so it's, yeah, it's not acrimonious or anything like that but hmm. yeah he's that's that's Oh, interesting to see. Billy D. Williams will return as Two Face for the Lego Batman movie and toys. This is so cute. Do you know the history of this? No. So Billy D. Williams played Harvey Dent in the first Tim Burton Batman movie. Okay. With the expectation of if in the future he would turn into Two Face, because that's the only reason you have him in that movie is just to set up like, oh, that's Harvey Dent. Yeah. And uh, when Tim Burton left. And Joel Schumacher came in, they replaced him with, uh, what's his face? Fucking oh, yeah. No Country for Old Men. Yeah. Uh, and, which, that was, that was kind of a crummy two-face anyway, like, because he was all just like, like a crazy outfit, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. He was more like a Dick Tracy villain. So it was kind of like, yeah, I'm like lamenting the fact that we never got to see Billy William play two-face, but now, yeah, in the Lego goddamn Batman movie and in That's the toys great. and in the game, he is officially Lego Batman. His, he's the official two-face That's now. That's so cute. Did you get, did you see the Lego um, next collectible minifigure series? That's the Batman movie theme. Oh, is it? Yeah. That's yeah. for the whole, uh, for that whole season. Because yeah. they, they what is a new season like every was it every seasonal I feel like, like four times a year months, or is it six like months it okay yeah i may be wrong because the last couple like years it's been months. like the halloween thing and yeah. then yeah but uh, yeah the next is there anything the good in there series, yeah there's it's really shit. cute they're all just really funny like they're just such a good goof. there's one like different batman and yeah stuff. there's like probably Bat- half batman variants there's one that's batman <laughs> in a smoking jacket yeah with, really um, with a plate that has a lobster, lobster on it <laughs> And I was like, oh, I totally did not see that. Yes. Is there any Bench stuff Gordon in there? is really good? Yeah. Not really. Oh, really? Not really. The, there's, it's been very Benton Light in the Lego minifigure series lately. You think, how, you think it's like so Smoking Jacket cute. would be kind of like he could turn it into He's something. like naked underneath the Smoking oh, Jacket. Yeah. It's not really, but it's very cute. <laughs> well, especially if he's flesh color too, because mm-hmm. I'm thinking he's in the Batman outfit. No, the, no, with no. the smoking jacket on over. No, I see that in the trailers. It's one of the trailers. He's naked in his house wearing only a smoking oh, okay, jacket okay. and the Batman mask. <laughs> I do love the Robin design. It's so good. Because he's he got the, the big little Google eyes. Yes. He looks like, is he, he supposed like, to be he a little looks like baby? Angus McDonald from fucking <laughs> The Adventure Zone? God damn it. Oh, so good. Oh, man. 
So good. Did you see Justin McRae had to come out and tamp down people getting upset about the whiteness of all the characters? I was going to say, I don't think this is in your news at all, but they announced this week. The most important thing is that they announced a um, Adventure Zone comic based oh, on the first story. Yeah, Dylan had to Here tell me about Gerblins. that. I didn't realize there was going to yeah. be a comic because I know they're coming out with a tribute scene, but not a comic. No, well, the tribute scene is done and dusted and being delivered right yeah. now as yeah. we speak. First Second is actually publishing a Adventure Zone graphic novel in 2018 based on the Here There Be Gerblins story arc, the first story arc of the yeah. Adventure Zone. What's really yeah. cute is that there are some sample pages online and it's they are playing D. it's like them like you see griffin in there as a oh, yeah, like, okay. really? okay. it's, it's and really uh, cool what's idea. really great is that it's i can't remember her surname now is but it's carrie peach peach yeah, yeah. um who, who carrie fang battle on the show is named after her she was one of the people who organized the adventure zone fanzine and she's one of the prominent adventure zone fan artists who really has defined the look of the show yeah, yeah. so it's a really kind of a match made in heaven sort of thing of like she's show. perfect there's radio podcast yeah, yeah. but she has she the one ways. doing the comic then yeah, she's drawing the comic. Oh, it's even better. So it's really, it's really like, great. Yeah. It's really great. And I'm very excited. I'm curious to see how much that sells because that's really quantifying that fandom then at yeah. that point. Or, or like it's appeal beyond like the people who already yeah. know what the, the podcast exactly. is. Exactly. Yeah. Because it, it is fucking cute. Like, it man, doesn't matter. The Adventure Zones episode this week was so good. <laughs> Fucking so good. I, the standalone episodes are always kind of iffy, but this one was fucking amazing. If they had to go to oh, so HR well, they'll, they'll have standalone quests like well, for just like two hours. What they did was, um, whenever they do a live show, they'll make it a standalone adventure. Which makes so, sense. Yeah. yeah. And then um, they saved up all the live shows because both Travis and Griffin ha- were gonna have babies. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And so they kind of were were able to take their paternity leave by broadcasting yeah. these old episodes they had in the hopper. So um, the fucking standalone episode this week was so good. They had to go to an HR like. Um, uh, interpersonal relationship development thing. They had to do trust falls and shit. It was so good. Such a good episode. They had a guy uh, from the Flop House on as a guest character. They've never had a guest character before. I was very wary, but he was great as Brad from HR. It was yeah. so good. Yeah, it was really is the Flop awesome. House? What's the Flop House? The Flop, Flop House, House is a, is a movie comedy review. podcast that talks about bad movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. 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 So Man, again, cute as hell. Again, they, the, the further expansion of the of the McElroy Industrial yeah. Empire yeah. is just fucking amazing. Love I love those guys. Love those but boys. I think I think just. Justin, I, I liked what Justin said mm-hmm. um, when because because when I look at Carrie's art, I'm yeah. like, it, there, I feel like there is a conscious decision to. I was talking to you about it, yeah. and I was like really happy. Like I feel yeah. like it's a conscious decision to make different silhouettes and to do yeah. varied um, uh, characterizations yeah. and varied ethnicities. I think and the stuff the like flat the 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 backlash was about the the core trio all being white, dudes. and 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 Justin coming in and saying, look. This is a podcast. This is one person's interpretation. And yeah. he's like, See, I yeah, accept yeah. I accept every interpretation of taco. Yeah. Every way that taco's drawn I is love right. The chubby to me. tacos. Chubby tacos are a thing that make me so happy. Mostly I've just seen women in cosplay dressed up in a giant pointy hat. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. all I know about taco. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> like but like that's I mean, that's the way to do it. And then yeah. it's, it's one of those things where you're like, you gotta folks, you gotta calm down. Like this the is, internet is an outrage the, machine. The internet doesn't know chill. Well, and it, that's not because you can tell that Justin was getting getting some kind of heat from somebody, and yeah. he seemed to deal with it pretty it's well. It's just you know, it's just be, and also to be fair, like Carrie has her own thing, but there is an established aesthetic for all those three characters because literally the cover art 
of the podcast is yeah. basically the three of them as their characters. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, but it's interesting that they're like, okay, well, we'll do better. And that's that's cool. I hope poor Carrie didn't get fucking pilloried by the internet about yeah, this. Yeah, it seemed like more people were upset about the zine than, than the actual comic, at least a little bit I heard. Mm. So. The zine has a whole, I mean, I, we've seen the PDF of the zine. Do you think the zine would have a whole bunch of different... It does. Yeah. It does. <laughs> the fact that people are getting upset that the ethnicity is about these... Like yeah, I mean I I'm not saying that, but it's just like such a yeah. weird thing. Like these the the, yeah. the the zine visualizations of these podcast D and D characters. It's just like this. I so love it is, that. It is fair thing to that, say it is like the secondary characters are where people play with diversity. But again, those are the characters that aren't don't have any visual reference. Well, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's an interesting thing. But yeah, I think it's cool. It was a cool response, and I'm curious to see how they do it. And I hope poor Carrie didn't get very far before they scrapped. They decided to let's do put it this. this way: This American Life never got a zine about its characters running around doing crazy <laughs> shit. That's so, right. Yeah. That's not true. True, actually, I'm just saying. Well, I guess I've it seen got a lot of show. Ira Glass, David Sedaris flash fic <laughs> out there. Um, uh, the Pittsburgher who invented the Big Mac passed away. No! Yeah, it was famous that uh, it was uh, like 1962. He said, well, if we just put another piece of bread in this shit, <laughs> fill this shit out. Oh, I guess we should put another burger patty on there. And yeah, yeah, he invented the Big Mac. He was he a dead. fry cook at a McDonald's and he came up with it? And then I it think became so. a McDonald's. Thing? Yeah, yeah, it was just and, and McDonald's caught wind of it. Like that's a good idea. I I, I saw I, there was actually more of a kerfuffle about what to name it because uh-huh. I guess they first launched it as like like the fucking kerfuffle waffle yeah, sandwiches yeah. and like it kept on failing until one lady advertising executive in the mid '60s, some madman uh-huh. shit. She was like, "Why don't you just call it the Big Mac?" And that's I, when it was called the Big Mac. That's when it really took off. Nice. But yeah, it was just like one random franchise. He decided to make up his own burger that turned into the Big Mac eventually. But huh. yeah, yeah. It turned out he was 90 years old and fat. Yeah, everyone was talking <laughs> about like because 90. Year, it's hard to find like <laughs> fat 90 year old man because usually if you're true. fat, you don't make it to 90. <laughs> but I guess he still ate a Big Mac every day, every or not every. Every, not every day, every week of his life until he just, yeah. So everyone was like, well, that explains why he's a fat 90-year-old man. But yeah. Oh, my gosh. So people were laughing about that, yeah. Oh, Jim Delegati. Is that his name? Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was, it was pretty cute. Oh, that's adorable. And then the Taiwanese guy who invented General Shows Chicken uh, dropped dead, too, this week. So. Have you ever seen the uh, documentary In Search of Generals, though? Is that what it's called? Because I yeah. saw it on Netflix. I couldn't remember the title of it. Fucking yeah. great. And it's... you get to this guy on it, it's so good. Half of this, I can't remember which guy it was because there's three different guys claiming to be the inventors of yeah. dinner. So I'm assuming it's the older it's, Taiwan. It's the one, it's the one, that one they couldn't take talk to. Clearly yeah, because it's two. The other two guys con- uh, c- claiming they're like American. Yeah. They came to America. Yeah. Obviously, like yeah, yeah. It's a little bit yeah. So but that's like great. I love the one guy who he habitually collects Chinese restaurant menus. Yeah, and he has an entire closet filled with yeah. like forty three thousand menus. I'm like, yeah. that is arbitrary as fuck. But I gotta appreciate that. Yeah. That's so random. Like somebody getting really into Chinese menus. That's really... The oh, world is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Dear Lord. Oh, my God. Um, rest in peace, Don Ch- Kalfa, who played Ernie the Mortician in Return to the Living Dead. It's just a big thing. This guy showed up in a whole bunch of uh, uh, horror films in the 80s, but he played my favorite character in this, one of the best zombie movies ever made, Return to the Living Dead. Uh, he played a mortician who uh, the characters, when they accidentally revive this dead body with this magic juice uh-huh. that causes all the zombies to start coming up out of these graves, he's the mortician they go to to try to figure out how to dispose of this body. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, his idea is to burn this body, which sends all the magic juice up into the clouds and then uh, come down as rain that soaks uh, the cemeteries that cause cool. all the zombies to come up. But this mortician character is really goony. He's like, kind of like Doc Brown. Oh, he's a very kind of comic, wild-eyed, white-haired guy who's yeah. all just kind of like, he's not cra- like screaming insane, but like that kind of energy, like 
like, yeah. just really kind of, he's a cool guy. Doc Howe, he did. So, of course, next Halloween, everyone's going to be like, oh, I wonder if he's going to come back from the dead. Well, from you're the like, grave. well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. That's the year. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I know exactly. Yeah, this year. Who knows? Yeah. It was maybe by him dying, it'll cause a rain. <laughs> uh, it was revealed this week that Industrial Light and Magic founder Richard Edland designed this? the title fonts for the original series of Star Trek. This isn't like shocking news to anybody but me, because Richard Edland, he's one of the big special effects guys at Industrial Light and Magic who did uh-huh. like half of the Star Wars stuff. Yeah, it turns out, uh, I guess there's a new Star Trek Blu-ray set coming out called uh-huh. the Gene Roddenberry Vault or something like that. And one of the special features... It's called, it's called Gene Roddenberry Vault Waves of Cum. <laughs> <laughs> Exploding out of his corpse. But yeah, so I guess they're talking to... God, Gene, that's the worst I guess they're thing talking to Richard happen. Edlund about the effect of Star Trek on Star Wars. And he's like, oh yeah, by the way, did you notice, like, I, 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 like, it was an intern at the special effects company that did Star Trek. And they were like, hey, we need someone to come up with a font for these titles. And I was like, I, I can do it. <laughs> And like so, I guess it's him just talking about yeah, like you so uh, the Star Trek title font, like that, like that yeah. weird, very specific Star Trek font. Yeah. He designed that, and then wow. like ten years later, he was like, oh, I guess we should shoot this Death Star explosion. <laughs> it's kind of funny, just kind of yeah. Like, yeah, I, I was like, it's like finding out Shigeru Miyamoto designed this logo for Sega. Yeah, exactly. He it's like wow, Sonic okay, the the no, he designed Tails. <laughs> yeah, that was exactly yeah. So yeah. oh boy, uh, oh, God. The Game Awards happens. Uh, man, I uh, was working. <laughs> And uh, I was able to catch like maybe the last thirty minutes of it, and uh, it was pretty bad. It was. It, I, it's always bad. It looked really bad this year. They, it's man. There were there were there were not people in those seats. Yeah, that was the thing. We turned on the television, and like half the seats were empty. And like I suddenly like, there was a backstage thing it. with the Schlick superhero, which kept on every other segment. Yeah. They had to keep on cutting to the guy with the giant Schlick razor head, yeah. which they pointed out half the people coming up on stage, except their warts had big beards and stuff. They're like, maybe you don't get Schlick the advertising yeah. thing where obviously no one's shaving. Yeah. And half the awards were either given out uh, offhandedly before the broadcast started with like yeah. um, fucking Jeff Keighley being, oh yeah, by the way, here are the awards that we can't bother to present on air because we have to make room for these shitty rap bands we're gonna have. Oh yeah, the <laughs> Winner of best narrative is this, and the better winner of like best animation is this, and just like randomly, just like not even with the people there, but just like we're essentially reading off. It was, yeah, just and weird. then making time for all these shit advertisements yeah. with the dude in the shit outfit, and then like bad rap bands. And there was this funny thing where they had uh, two people, two YouTubers, come out to like present like uh-huh. the. Uh, Personality award, or whatever. D- no, diversity award. Oh, or not di- or it was essential. It was, it was the games. Oh, games the games for were change. changed. Okay, yeah. Yeah, and they uh-huh. came out at least two like wacky YouTubers. Not super wacky. Did but that ger- dragon cancer win? That's what happened. So wacky YouTuber guy gets up on stage and he's like. And he, it takes him 30 seconds just to even collect himself to even speaking. And so, like, it's supposed to be this energetic thing with these two YouTubers presenting. Yeah. And then they're just, you can see them in the background just quietly going. <laughs> and just that guy going. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, man, it's uncomfortable as hell. This is not what those YouTuber guys signed no, up for. it is not. Oh, my God. So, like, little things like that. It's just what he can do. But, again, it's still just a really... Even though Jeff Keighley's doing about as well as he could, yeah. c- considering the confl- conflagration of art and commerce that goes exactly, into this, yeah. it's still really kind of toxic representation of the industry because it's still so much like, dude, bro, yeah. Well, like, I heard, uh, I heard there was something about like some woman was on, and then immediately the next person said something denigrating about her appearance or something like oh, that. Oh, I 
did see that. Yeah, I heard something. I was like half that. paying attention after like the first couple yeah. things. So, and anyway, well, the other thing people point out like is really light and light on the the because everyone the whole reason everyone watches this is for the game reveals. There's yeah, barely anything. I know that was my thing. Hence the PlayStation X thing that happened the next day. We're like, oh, this is if, this is where things are actually where, happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Which makes sense, because the PlayStation X thing, I mean, not to, I mean, of course, it was corporately sponsored, but, like, and generated, but it was, like, that shit was, like, a fun dog and pony well, show. Well, the show was fucking Jeff Keighley sucking, uh, fucking, uh, Hideo Kojima's dick. He gets up on stage oh, and starts missed, almost, like, crying this. about how much he loves Hideo Kojima. And yeah. starts, and, like, uh, it was just in Twitter. Everyone's like, man, we love Jeff Keighley, but, like. Calm did, down, dude. What, what, like, does, 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 Hideo Kojima have something on Jeff Keighley that he's forcing him to, because, like, or, like, did, like, they, are they breaking up and now he's like, <laughs> what's like because it's not just like oh he's it was so weird <laughs> that, like okay like we all everyone even the people like Hideo Kojima are going like this is a this is a, a, a bit much <laughs> yeah like hey like, Jeff Keighley read the room <laughs> that's, that's what it was well it's just it's just funny to well, say there's this, three this people Kojima, in the audience so there's not a lot to read yeah. this yeah. Kojima related thing is a little overblown <laughs> I know exactly Kojima actually wrote his own uh, remarks yeah. yeah there was a spider oh that was a Really? Yeah. Oh, they stopped coming down from the uh, skies. No. Psh, gotta stop fucking. Can't. <laughs> I am way too. Look at me. I am way too, like, bare right yeah, now to make funny. jokes about spiders. You know what okay. I need hey, to do? Continuing, no. continuing. I need to get a bunny outfit for that black cat so the next time you walk past the window, it's just little legs. <laughs> I love you, Annie. At the Game Awards, <laughs> there was a new trailer for Death Stranding with uh, Mads Mikkelsen and Guillermo guess- del Toro. Did you guys at least see the trailer? That yeah. I did see. Yeah. That I did see. Just, again, watching it live, you're like, okay, it's whatever. You know, it's Man, like muddy dirt. It's weird. And pants up. He, his star fucking. Tendencies are just inexplicable. <laughs> like Del Toro, Del Toro's not an actor. Yeah, but now he's like protecting a baby. This weird a- maternal complex that he's manifesting. This game. I am. Everybody in that has a fucking surrogate umbilical cord, one way or the other. I am. Whether it's Mads and his t- dangles to his skeleton people, no, or M- Mads just has dangles. <laughs> and Del Toro. Did you, well, like- there's a plastic baby doll that's floating in the water by yeah. Del Toro's feet. People yeah. point out that its injuries are just like uh, snakes and, and milk. Uh, so that's his one. Little trivia has like one eye fucked up, and yeah. like his injuries are pretty much yeah. snakes, so that's his one little like, uh, but yeah, so it's Del Toro with a baby in like a bottle. Yeah, well, just, like, did you did you see the thing that it, if you play the trailer side by side, that the moment, the yeah, baby from the announcement trailer from like a year ago, yeah. it, it teleports from Norman Reedus's hands yeah. into like Del Toro's. got a baby in a bottle, let it out, Christina Aguilera. <laughs> Yeah. What's that from? It's, it's a genie in a bottle. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Holy scoopers. <laughs> it's like a five-minute trailer. Yeah. Four minutes of it's just Del Toro just, like, shivering with uh-huh. a baby. Weird. And then there's some soldiers. Yeah. Oh, there's skeleton a dead octopus soldiers. on a tank. Okay, the skeleton soldiers Wait, is it cool. a dead octopus perf tank, or is it some weird organic tank? It looks like, like an organic dead, hybrid kind of okay. thing. I guess I, at the, I'm with you. So I guess at the PlayStation Experience, they were having panels about the games. And yeah. later on, they had a panel of Hideo Kojima was showing assets from that trailer uh-huh. just in this normal... I think he modeled like the hotel room where they were... 
or the hotel oh, were they room? Yeah. So you get to see like the acid, like the tank, and like, yeah. which has a bunch of tentacles like laying on top or growing out of it or something like that. In like this normal like lit room, yeah. <laughs> it was just kind of weird to see like the baby just like lying on the floor of this, like CGI rendered like yeah. panel room or something Dear like that. Lord, weird. But yeah, so it looked like it was maybe some animal, like octopus parts on top. I don't know, some kind God, of but the fucking skeleton soldier. But then there's just a bunch of shoulders show up. The guy takes off his mask, and it's fucking mad. Mad because I'm just crying mascara all over the place. <laughs> then of course, like it looks like a, a Kojima's panel after the fucking reveal. Most of it's just photos of like him meeting Mads Mikkelsen, <laughs> and, like, Mads Mikkelsen signing like a jacket for him. I, okay, stuff. I will say this: I am just... baffled by the panels at PSX because I watched a little bit of the. Well, are talk, they live we'll freak out them? about this? Yeah, they were live streamed all of them. Oh, I had no idea. So okay. you can watch them all online too um but uh, fucking it's bizarre because they're just talking about the reveals they can't say very much about the games so they're talking about literally the reveal it's like an hour talking about like, the four minute like, thing you just watched let's watch it again yeah <laughs> and, like, and okay, it's like oh my god is this like a, this is so weird marketing is weird um, marketing is yeah Matt Mickelson is oddly handsome I still yep. find him oddly handsome Guillermo del Toro looked like he had a scar on his head I yeah and uh Hideo Kojima don't point out. We have no idea what this game is, though. No, no, yeah. no. We don't. We don't. We have, what is, is the it, game or is it stealthers? Like... I said that Kojima's claiming this is reverse stealth. What, what is that? Mean? That doesn't. That man is so far. He is so far up his own ass. Oh. This is the guy who trans. Well, see, he coined the phrase transferring, <laughs> so you could like transferring files from like a Vita to a, like a PlayStation was called transferring. Because um, it, like, it's far away. Kojima God. is like a weird jackass and this is him unfettered so what the hell does that mean that was fettered kojima wow. what will unfettered kojima be i mean whatever he wants. i mean the answer is masturbating with mads mickelson and norman reedus is the answer well, at least he like he like weird looking boys he does like weird um boys. have also, you seen the three men in a baby poster with no. norman reedus <laughs> <laughs> which one of them is ted dancing and which one's the goot <laughs> God. Oh God! God! Fucking uh, How did you feel about the Zelda reveal? At uh, yeah. we, I turned on the awards literally at the tail end. It's pretty of much it. exactly what they showed before, just more of it, just them kind of walking around like fighting monsters and yeah. stuff like that. So it yeah. still look cool. Did it look pretty? Yeah. It was the more interesting thing is the thing they're still just showing off the Wii U version. Yeah. Which I'm not expecting the Switch version to look any different or anything like that. But you think this would be the time where it's yeah, like, hey, look. Switch coming out, we're playing on the Switch. It looks kind of cool, even if it's mm-hmm. just just for Mark. Yeah, because the Wii's dead, guys. I mean, yeah. I know. I guess it's a week, a couple weeks before Christmas. You still wanted like at you least still sell a couple more Wii's. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, um, so that was that was more interesting thing to come out. Are about. you excited about it? Are you Zelda? Yeah. Only- oh yeah, especially because it's supposed to be all open world and shit this yeah. time. So yeah, yeah, I mean that's that'll be the first time since originally the since like the 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 eight bit or sixteen bit days. The only Switch consoles they have are filled with cereal. They don't know why. Like they don't work. Getting a box from headquarters is like here are your switch dev consoles. You just open up just cereal boxes. One of my one of my favorite things actually about the new Zelda game is the font they use for the text that comes up on the screen when people are uh-huh. talking to the menu fonts. Yeah. It's a strangely kind of modern sans serif font, whereas like they've essentially been using the same fonts in Zelda games ever since like the Ocarina of Time like twenty years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so at least even the menu design looks a little more modern. Just even that aside makes it look a little more refreshing because it's not yeah. like doesn't look like a Nintendo game from like fucking 1995 huh. but yeah interesting but yeah it looked fun Zelda yeah. stuff what else uh 
Oh, I I, I gave up halfway through this, and Charlie Brown Christmas Special came on, and yeah. I stopped watching, so I didn't get to see how it ended. God, or I anything. can't even remember what happened on the Game Awards. It was such a non-event. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It seems like it didn't miss anything. My brain's just warped. Let's by get to this the real week. news. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so I didn't fucking know the PlayStation experience was going on. Yeah. So I just get a fucking text from my dear friend Kate Craig yesterday. She's like, who never texts? Who yeah. never texts? Like, I I think I've gotten maybe four texts in the entire time I've known that woman, and. And most of them were when I was in town. And so I'd get, I, and I've, I'd fallen asleep because I, I, I haven't been sleeping very well. I've been so stressed about work. We're recording on the Sunday. What? This happened yesterday? This happened yesterday. Yeah, so Saturday. At 1025, I get a text from Kate that just says, new Uncharted DLC with Chloe and Nadine, motherfucker. What? <laughs> yeah, look at you. That's and that's exactly what I said was what? In all caps. And I'm like blearily waking up. And the best part is, is that I blearily get online and I see that what happened was is that at the PlayStation Experience, they opened with oh, yeah, no, an that's... eight minute gameplay tri- no, like reveal. No, uh, no studio shingles or anything yeah. like that. Just like, okay, we got something new coming up. And it's, yeah, it's a, it's a lady in a burka walking around yeah. in, Indian ruins of some kind of some And it turns out it is a post Uncharted 4 yeah. adventure well, with Chloe and Nadine. Everyone was assuming it was a Tomb Raider thing. Yeah. Because yeah. it's a lady and like, you know, like, and like that, that was the shocking reveal that she sure. t- takes yeah, off yeah. the thing and it's like, <gasps> well, oh, see, shit. I, even beyond knowing it, like right away, it's like the Uncharted camera. Yeah. Like, like, the thing I noticed was right before they revealed who it is, like when she starts mailing punching, yeah. she punches down just like yes. that. And I was like, yeah. oh, this is an Uncharted song. <laughs> It's like yeah, the melee's totally. They they just they just they did changed the same mov- movements. They, they just, didn't actually. They they spoke very. They spoke at length at the uh, thing that they they changed. But that is. But they have a house. They have a house. They have a house style. But it's the same move. And they may even re-motion capture it, but the exact same like yeah, they, punch down. They, move. they reanimated, yeah. but they have a house style. Okay, yeah. yeah. Like that, so. But yeah, fucking Nadine and Chloe in a fucking Uncharted adventure. They said it's bigger than um uh Left, Left Behind, Behind, but which, it's smaller than Uncharted Four. Yeah. So there's there. That's a lot of room to play. Well, yeah, because yeah. they're like they're like so they're That's like not so, gonna is it, be. They're is calling it, it a standalone chapter, which is weird. So I wonder if they're gonna release it separate from Uncharted. 4. Oh sure, yeah. Well, because I mean, well, I've that's, already, what, that's, that's what they did with the fucking uh, Left the, Behind. Yeah, Left Behind. But eventually, yeah. like not it, not it. Well, they launch. probably learned that like okay, yeah, well this, 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 this worked out well it. enough. We should just add that. But from, like it's because we already prepaid for whatever DLC there was because I'm like story based DLC. Oh yeah, you know. Yeah. So I was I've been waiting all year. Yeah. But yeah, fucking Chloe and Nadine to have a naughty dog uncharted game with female protagonists fucking amazing <sighs> losing my shit i love chloe frazier yeah i love claudia black i love laura bailey and we get to see them together post uncharted 4 doing man, ridiculous shit man, and in straight India. up nadine is fucked up yeah, after everything after that happens the events of uncharted ah! 4. Oh, i didn't think about that and yeah because know know like, she just leaves because the, like the, yeah, she's, she's at like, the climax out, motherfuckers she's, 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 yeah, she's, she gets the read on everything she's like yeah you guys are all fucked up i'm going home yeah, which yeah. i love where she's like peace motherfuckers yeah. y'all are idiots <laughs> yeah and uh guts losing my mind we know at least that that chloe lives because she has to live long enough to um, uh, send a letter to uh, Nate and Elena's daughter. Oh yeah, epilogue. that's true. Yeah, but we don't know about Nadine. Who knows what happened to Nadine? Yeah, yeah. Losing my fucking mind. So I'm reading on Twitter about this. And I'm just screaming at Foley. Here I am in bed. She's gotten up. She's drawing or something. All right. Just screaming at Foley. And I, bless your father and your mother, now possess Bose no noise canceling headphones. <laughs> so you know what this I can't test. So you yeah. know what I can't hear. Any of that shrill sound screaming at you from the next room. Foley, oh my god, Foley! So she is apparently doing that. Foley, I hear. Chloe, Foley! 
I hear none of it. I but I do fave her tweet. And then I was like, and then five minutes later I went, oh she tweeted recently. That means she's up. And then I came in to see God you. Damn. And at this point, and I'm not, and I, I'm not watching any of the PSX series or anything like that. I'm still losing my mind about this Uncharted thing. Then Conley texts me and she's like, "Holy fuck, Last of Us Two trees." Oh, that's Teaser. how you found out. Yes, and I'm just like, "What are you fucking talking about?" She's like, "It's streaming online now," and I finally get a link, and um, I catch like the last two like five then, seconds yeah, of it. it, and then I'm just and I'm just like laying there, like buzzing my whole body, head to toe, like a losing feeling in all of my extremities. Like, just, like, laying in bed, like, just fucking... I'm impressed this is exactly what you were wanting. Well, this is what I predicted all, what I've been saying all along. Last of Us is an origin story they said at the start of a series. They are setting up Ellie to be the protagonist, and they motherfucking did it. And they said the first game was ultimately about love, and this game is ultimately going to be about hate. Yeah. And I'm on bored with that shit yeah um a lot of people were complaining because people are gonna bitch and complain and everything like that but like it's like oh i was really hoping that they'd leave it with that ending i know that you're in that camp i know that you're in that camp i thought that last of us was a perfect origin story to jumping off point and neil neil Druckmann said you know (coughs) i understand that people have trepidations about us going back to these characters he's like i definitely get it i totally understand he's like this isn't a cash grab we wouldn't be telling a story that we didn't feel was important oh yeah and he's like we know them we want to do this he's like it's the diametric opposite of the original of the original game and he's like because it's which all- that doesn't necessarily sound good to people who think the first game was fine enough well, to guess alone. What? Th- this coming out won't make the first game burst in the flames or anything yeah yeah, oh, yeah but still so yeah. and, and I'm, I'm excited about it because th- there is so much betrayal it could be the star trek 3 of, of, of video games where like the second one ended so perfectly why do you have to keep on going that's but, yeah. valid but i'm very excited again because my, my uh, what i was literally texting with a friend yeah. online after the uncharted announcement was like fucking tired of the girl dlc where it's like oh we can take a risk and have a girl protagonist but we're gonna put it in the dlc because that's the only place we could experiment we go right back to the uncharted thing we were just talking yeah about. well i mean that's what i was saying i'm like yeah. i'm so annoyed by having i the DLC. was actually disappointed to see joel show up in that trailer because i thought it would be ellie by herself or some kind of like i thought it would be like i'm like well because is joel gonna get killed halfway through? like how are they Maybe. like is if she's the main playable character mm-hmm. i don't know we'll oh i think like. joel is gonna be too old my my this is my hypothesis well, this is what like two or three years later this she's five. 19 now so it's five, five years, years after the event she's so 14 yeah. in that game yeah. Yeah. she's 14 because she 19. does not act like a 14 year old and she how many sounds 14 like a fucking year olds have you hung out well i mean her voice is i was thing. 14 once well so was everyone motherfucker that <laughs> I doesn't just mean she's so were the makers of dishonored and that eight-year-old talked like a 21 year old or five-year-old depending on But anyway, um, the um, what I'm excited about is the idea that you know at the end of the first uh, Last of Us game, they fuck up the fireflies. They kill so many people involved with that. They kill what's her face was the leader, right? Yeah, yeah. but that doesn't mean that like they've destroyed all the fireflies. No, no, no. no, 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 They 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 kill Marlene and Tommy. Tommy, Joel's brother, Joel's brother is uh, is an ex firefly who has this community that he's created, and a community is nothing but a big fucking target. I love the idea of. Older, like the the consequences being like because the nature of the clickers and the outbreak in the Last of Us world is that at some point it all reverts to nature. Like all of those clickers, at some point they kind of decay and come in place, and then they become like spore pods yeah. essentially. But like there could be a world that's not crawling with clickers, where it's mostly well, like these presu- enclaves. You can't really you hate can't the clickers, so presumably hate is means she's like there's there's an actual like. Yeah, living. it's gonna be about the fireflies that's probably, so s- and then the fireflies were boring as fuck to me in that first game. Like I. If it's more fireflies,
butterflies. Like, I don't know, like, the whole thing, their plan of, like, magically creating cure by, like, cutting apart her head, like, that stuff, I, it was so much about the relationship. I didn't think the yeah. plot in The Last of Us was very good. But, like, the characters were great. Mm -hmm. And if this is going to more, like, hang on the plots, like, I don't know, we'll see. Hey, it Annie. doesn't strike me as hanging on the plot. It's like, I, I all of the Naughty Dog games are just, where the plot is just a train track is an excuse for you to play with the cars on top of it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, all I want is, I, I want a game where we have your grizzled, you had your grizzled dude protagonist and sidekick. And the, si the, the stealth thing they do at the end of that game is they trick you and now you're playing Ellie. Like, fooled you dudes, now you're playing a girl. Now everybody's emotionally invested in her and now she gets to be her own fucking hero yeah. on her own. And that doesn't happen in video well, games. maybe on her own. We don't know. Well, I'm just, she's the playable character. She's well, not Joel the secondary... Joel was the playable character in the first one. He was not on his own. Bill, <laughs> he's the playable character. He's the person on the box. He's like, and then they trick you, and then at the end you're playing as Ellie, and then you go back to Joel, of course. But if they could never have the put first, that game out... I mean, the next one, it could be like your half is not playing as... It could be a whole new character but that you're playing But she is the leading office. character. It is the Ellie show. This is... You may well, play Joel other was the characters. first one, but you spent half the game playing as Ellie. Annie... So I'm saying, Annie, you're, Annie. You're, you're praising the first game for being half about Ellie, but the, like... like you're right, you this game that thing. hasn't come out yet could be anything. My point is, Bill, that it's very exciting to have this female secondary oh, yeah. character be the lead... It could be another female character that's the other person. I'm not saying it, like, like, assuming it's not Joel the whole time. It could be anybody, but I'm just saying that. I really feel like they're done You're just assuming that the whole game Joel. you're playing is only as Ellie the no, whole time. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not making no, that no, assumption. No, no, no. I'm saying they're leading... This is the Ellie show. It'd be like if Marcus, if the fucking Gears of War games were the girl, the love interest slash daughter character they introduced randomly in scene three of the second game, all of a sudden gets her own game. Yeah. Like, yeah. not DLC, not, that's, like, bonus that's, content. That's the, that's the point that it's she's like, making. Is that, oh, like, yeah. you, this isn't, like, Lara Croft, where it's, like, it's Lara well, Croft This is a chance to even grow up beyond Ellie. As much as, this like, is, Ellie, this is, could be, that's what I'm saying. But my, my point is not true. Ellie and Joel. That is not what I'm saying, even though I love those characters. I am saying it is very exciting to have the series that it was where like the kind of the f the screen of it is about male power fantasy yeah. which actually turns out to be a game that's about weakness and vulnerability and not being powerful yes. then you have like the stealth female protagonist to then have that build into an actual female protagonist it's curious yeah. to see what they do with gender and stuff because like that you're yeah. playing as a dude but it's all about powerlessness and like is yeah. it going to be your even flip-flop in that dynamic where you're playing <clears> as a woman but it's all about like it like you're grow essentially growing and becoming more powerful rather yeah, than like where Joel is kind of being worn down throughout that yeah. game even though Technically, you're crafting and getting new skills and stuff. Throughout It'll the game, be interesting like, because being young is so much about not having control. Yeah, you know? that's what I'm saying, like yeah. not being a fully developed person. And like Ellie's yeah, been through so much trauma in her yeah, life in yeah. such a brief period of time. Yeah. Like even a few years of normalcy in Tommy's community, if that's what happened, won't be enough to repair that. Like yeah. that shit, you spend an entire lifetime getting she over. She have grown up a little bit, but yet still, she's still the Ellie. Yeah, yeah. it's not like she's. Gonna I'm really excited because her tattoo, her fern tattoo, um, is designed by this tattoo artist in LA, who's the lady that I've been thinking about getting tattooed by for like a year now. Oh really? So I'm okay, like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna have a last of us ring <laughs> on my body. I forgot that she has the tattoo in her. Hands are like crazy Fucking, aged. Okay, here's like the thing. The, the animation of that trailer is great I mean, too. The, yeah. There's the the animation's beautiful. There's a there's sections like you can see like defensive wounds and stuff like yeah. that. And yeah. Like, or and like and just like acts of violence that she has committed with her hands. Her hands shaking. And there's the, there was this neat detail of of chunks of skin missing from her knuckles and kind of from her hands and yeah, stuff which like makes that. Sense, yeah. Which makes sense. But just the way it's anim, because like I do woodworking, I build stuff and move things all the time. That those are injuries that happen to me frequently. 
the way it looked. Yeah. How it looked so fucking real and so so like well, beautiful. Even, yeah, and, and even when she's strumming, strumming the guitar yeah. strings, it just like like looks like just, so yeah. good. The the tattoo artist that I love, her name's Natalie Natalie Hall, I think. Please don't Google her because I want to go get her inked by her first. And please, I want to get I'm gonna gotta get in her queue. <laughs> the three anyway, people. um, she uh um she was actually also the hand model for Ellie. Oh, was she? oh really? I took That's photos hilarious. Of her. She's like 22, 23. Like, oh, yeah. so age wise, she's kind of close. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, man, I'm just and like just have Ellie kind of have her hair kind of like Tess and wearing a shirt kind of like Riley's yeah. and like I'm just watching this and I'm like fucking Ellie like to have the idea to have a story that is like about a young woman she's still in her chucks too yeah, yeah. Fucking, how many shoes can you find? In That's true. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. like, fucking love the last one. Fuck. I understand your trepidation. I understand that I like that the first game was a good self-contained thing by itself. But I like the well, idea. See, and that's the other thing, because like Last of Us, I love the characters. I don't think necessarily the gameplay. I, it was sure. a solidly well put, but uh, well put together game from a technical mm-hmm. perspective. But it wasn't necessarily the gameplay was that interesting. I mean, and I even had problems where like, okay, I'm gonna do the upteenth. I mean, Bill. floating palette puzzle. Bill. Sure. And Bill. I'm wondering like how much more that can can sustain another like sure. you know 20 hour adventure. I mean, you're right. You're 100 percent right. It's no steep. <laughs> But it has its own merits, its own strengths. I think it's important that we all remember that we all not remember that can be not steep. everything can be steep. Yeah. Um, God. Yeah. Well, just, I, that's why I'm curious about the Uncharted game too, because they've said that um, this uh, uh, Lost Legacy thing is that they're they're going to like they're going to be a lot of hallmarks of um, the Uncharted gameplay. But the Uncharted gameplay is also gameplay yeah. that feels. Of its original era, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like that kind of gameplay, like played. that puzzle aspect. In well, the... even beyond that, like the the, the, the combat yeah. and the environmental like navigation and all that, and the fact that whereas Last of Us is about a lack of power, Uncharted is all about power and being cool and stuff, you know, all the time. I'm curious to see what they take the Lost Legacy if they take any opportunity to do something a little different. Well, it's the B team working on the Lost Legacy too. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not Druckmann because it's yeah it's it's new cre- it's a new writer is, director producer. Well, D- Josh like Shear is one has been the writer on Uncharted for oh, yes, but, okay, yeah. Yonks. Like, he yeah, worked with uh, Amy Hennig. It'll be yeah. nice to see that. It was nice that, so, uh, fucking Uncharted 4 won some shit. And I think, actually, Game of the Year or something. And it was nice that they gave a call-out, shout-out to Amy Henning. And Amy Henning congratulated them on Twitter, too. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, that was a really, sh- obviously, a very shitty, uncomfortable situation. And, yeah. uh, yeah. Neil, yes. Neil, Neil Druckmann seems like a good dude. Over- I looked at, like, Overwatch got Game of the Year, and I'm like, pretty much everything, yeah. Like, how do you, like, there would have exactly. been riots. How? Well, what game in the last year was as impactful as Overwatch? Yeah, I, I so keep on forgetting Uncharted 4 came out this I year. I know! Because yeah. yeah. all I remember from Uncharted, like, even, like, I was looking through my iPad somehow, and yeah. for some reason, uh, I've got a bunch of uh, snapshots, in-game snapshots from uh-huh. the from Uncharted. Uh, you should have like, my what iPad. did you say, like 400, 500 yeah, 400 of them? Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh yeah, that game came out this year. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was all your remember, vacation. All I, all I distinctly remember is the end thing with the daughter, yeah. with mm-hmm. Riley. Yeah. And yeah, it's funny. Yeah, it's funny how that's already kind of blocked them. Because it's, yeah. it's not like that that many games have come out this yeah. year. But yeah. Like yeah, yeah. This year, I but genuinely. But we've played enough Uncharted, it all kind of blurs together a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the gameplay is what it is. You know, like, and they didn't really evolve it all that much. I think, and that's sort of thing you can't. You, maybe there's a feeling that you can't so much or whatever. Yeah, like really, know. they leaned into the multiplayer. It was kind of like their thing they did different. I really love swinging, swinging on stuff and then punching bitches and catching <laughs> their guns. I'm sorry that I was too cool doing that. You didn't see any of it, man. I was gonna. Pr- 
preface all this stuff with a big joke about the big sequel we all wanted to talk about being Knack 2. But that in itself is so unmemorable, I forgot to make that joke. Yeah. <laughs> just the fact, everyone's just like, what? Good on you, I guess, for making Knack 2. I mean, well, this is what people always joke about. Like, if you're going to remake a movie, don't remake a good movie, remake yeah. a shitty movie. So yeah. if you're going to make a sequel to a game... I guess go back and take a game that no one cared about and try to make people care about it again, I guess. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. I've I mean, never played any of the Parappa the Rapper games. I'm kind of excited to play them. The demo's out now, man. Parappa's fucking... Oh, God, the music. Oh, yeah, Parappa's the best. I wonder, though, because they also released a trailer for the Full Throttle Remastered. I'm oh, yeah. Losing what, my mind. Is that coming out, like, next spring? I want to say, yeah. It comes out next year. Full Throttle is one of the most important games in the world to me in that it was one of the first games I played where it's not, it's really just a little snack of a game, but yeah. it totally got me by the ghoulies and like, um, ah, uh, fucking, gross. I was so into that world and the art style and the characters in it and the music and everything all coming together. And uh, it's really funny though, because watching this trailer and it's like all this heavy metal music and like literally the last shot is one of the first shots of the game, which is um, uh, Ben, what's his name, has been tossed in a trash can and he punches the lid off and crawls out of it. And it's like the whole trailer is just so like the theme music is all blaring and like all this heavy metal stuff like you gotta get revenge. And then it's just him climbing out of a trash can and just standing there and you're waiting for the cursor to pop up. And I'm like, is it all still 2D? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. They just uh, they just basically did uh, drawovers of the, the yeah, pixel because okay, yeah. the the art style that's fucking amazing is so good. But fuck it, it just it's one of those things where I'm like, man, I don't know if I can if like because I played Foley is very sweet and played Full Throttle with me like in the last year and a half, two years, uh-huh. and uh, it's I forgot how small a game it is for how big it is in my mind and how much real estate it takes in my mind. I'm kind of hesitant for like people I love to play it for the first time and be like. Why the fuck is this so important to Annie? Well, it's such a seminal thing. You're totally right to be defensive a little yeah. bit. Or a little well, not defensive, but, I'm, but there's a part of me where I'm like, man, you can't go home again. And I wonder if I will be able to play a Parappa the Rapper. Like, um, uh, when a fan of the podcast got us, a friend of the podcast got us, me, um, Okami, mm-hmm. which is a great game, but boy, you cannot go home again. Like, you can't go back to that kind of gameplay always. Well, the Parappa looks so crappy to begin with. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's yeah. one of those things, because they weren't even trying to go for, like, any kind of high fidelity or anything yeah, like that. Yeah. It's a bunch of, like... It's just a rhythm game with yep. stupid cartoon care with a talking dog saying, I want to believe <laughs> you're making a cake with a chicken. You're learning to drive with a fucking moose. <laughs> I forgot to stop. What? Well, I forgot to close the door. You forgot to close the door. <laughs> oh, that whole game. Man, the fucking flea market frog, chop, chop, master onion, man, parappers the shit. Yeah. At <laughs> least check out the demo. Yeah. Oh, it'll be good. Uh, so that's all the video game stuff, I guess. Yeah. yeah nothing else really. I mean, really was it was mostly just uh, the un, uh, the Naughty Dog stuff and yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, I guess Death Stranding. Just because they didn't announce a release date for um, Lost Legacies. Right? None of this stuff. Yeah, I mean, Last of Us Two. It'll take a long time for like they said. Oh, I'm thinking 2019. Yeah, yeah, if that. Like honestly, because it. Let's see. Last of Us One took them five years to make. I want to say. Yeah, it was a while. Yeah. Four maybe. Yeah. And like, if they theoretically, if that team is just mostly like, because granted, they do have an A and B team at um, Naughty Dog now, but if like the bulk of that those folks were just like back from their uncharted for vacation exactly you know yeah. it's like that's gonna it's take kind of miraculous that they actually even put that trailer together in time I for know. this list. yeah um anyway the contestants participating in the last two great british bake-off christmas specials have been announced nadia i i don't know any of this oh <laughs> bill you included there. a link but i'm uh, okay i guess is i would click and open the link who is it i can't open norman the link. 
That's I saw people Norman? freaking out because Norman's gonna be there. <laughs> Norman from like the season before last. The Scottish guy, the little old Scottish Freaking guy. Nor- the so old man. I think they're bringing back four people. Marianne. Pers- oh, and Shatna. Oh my. No. Okay. She- yes. Oh, they're bringing back. Oh, they're bringing yeah. back uh, Weird Snape. <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? He's the guy. Oh, Howard. Oh, He's- Howard. Howard's the one that got. Like fucked so many times because people like accidentally took his custard. Yeah, <laughs> with Nick Coward's custard again. This asshole cat. Okay. Yeah. Oh man. But it's, I'm glad Chad is coming back. Howard's Chet, good times. Uh, I do not that, remember um, anyone else. Ben. Let's see. Janet. James. The, the right James. Howard, James. Yeah. James. He doesn't have his glasses on. Oh, that's James. Oh, Sweater does. James. It's, I think it's uh, just very different very frames. Light. Yeah, oh, light frames. Oh, I don't. James, go back. <laughs> it's Sweater Boy. Sweater boy. Fucking bake off. Fucking bake off. So this is gonna be it. This is the last two bits of bake off. This is it forever. At least the bake off was we know it. Yeah. Bake off worth talking about. Yeah, next will be Bake Off 2.0. Bake off Bake Off 2.0 where Paul Hollywood just makes everybody make churros. Christ. Wait, Bill, you you, were, you you emailed me about the PBS Oh, off. yeah, right after uh, Charlie Brown. I When I stopped watching uh, the Games Awards to watch mm-hmm. Charlie Brown right after they aired the first two episodes of the American... It's the second season of the Great American Baking Show. Mm-hmm. And, um, which was good. They, they did the same thing last year, and it's okay. Isn't it hosted by... Wait, no, that was like a Christmas version that was hosted by... What's her butt from my big fat Greek wedding? But that was oh. a Christmas version. That's what this is again too, because I guess they know oh. they're going to air it at Christmas. They make it always the holiday. It's oh. a holiday uh, baking was it now. Still what's her butt? It's from the my same big makeup. It's Mary Berry, uh, my fat Greek wedding, and uh-huh. another and guy taking place. Yeah, a more metrosexual guy, more younger. That's, it's her husband. That's her husband. If it if it's the co-host who's like the kind of t- short guy with bra- black hair, I guess so. Yeah, and kind of stocky. Yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah, that's bit, her yeah. husband. Oh, I know. I, I wasn't paying attention She's that in much. My big fa- He's in my group. Like, right, my yeah, my big. I've fat never group seen it. Too. Yeah, that's because you're not a woman. I mean, not to put it in gender <laughs> That's what terms, boils down to exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's like you were a woman in the aughts, so you missed um, my big fat Greek wedding. But it was okay, man. So the first, I hate to sh- shit talk about how anyone looks, but. They had an older woman in the first episode. Oh, God, what's her name? Like, Nancy? I think her name was Nancy. She looked like a monster mash. She looked like... She looked like... Is that the name of, of the McElroy's show? Monster Factory? She looked like Monster Factory. She was she like was a an, final Pam? She was She was an older woman uh-huh. who had aged in this way that she just, like, super wrinkly flesh on her face mm-hmm. and kind of, like, a maniacal grin and wild eyes and she was super manic. Like, she kept on making a huge mess whenever she baked. She, she fucked up so badly in the first episode. She was the first one to get booted. Mm-hmm. But, like, tons of mascara yeah. and short cropped black hair that just looks like a child's drawing just going all over the place. <laughs> and, like, this... Yeah, she would look like... She looked like a witch who might eat children. <laughs> and she seemed like a nice enough lady, but she got booted really quick. And she's someone who's, like, not... It's not even unattractive, but just alarming enough yeah. looking. Yeah. You kind of wonder, like... You wonder if she almost got cast for her looks because she's uh, so she's so striking. She's obviously not a great baker, and they put yeah. her on the show. But then you also wonder, like, how long do you want to keep her on the show? Thank God she only like a kid from the first episode, because I can see people being small children being scared by her. She's just like, <laughs> um, oh, but boy. yeah, oh, it's okay. It's still just like. They were making gingerbread houses and stuff like that, and it was, you know, know just pedestrian okay, shit. Do. It still doesn't hold. It's you know what? The fact that they like it ain't even, no churros. Even though uh, they have 
they have Mary Berry, and they have, like, a guy kind of, I guess the couple is kind of, like, filling in for both, like, Paul Hollywood. Mm, interesting. Uh, uh, but they don't have anything that's, they don't even have anything that's even trying to approximate Mel and Sue. Yeah. Oh, see, because I thought that the, the, they were supposed to be Mel and Sue. Like, yeah, the, not really. I, I guess they, 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 they do no fuck a little bit, but. Well, yeah. I mean, no one is really Mel and Sue. Because yeah. like, yeah. they're not even fucking with people or anything. Mel and yeah. Sue are beautiful. Perfect angels. Perfect cinnabons. Mm-hmm. They really are. Mm-hmm. They're specifically branded. Cinnabons. And lastly, online auction house Profiles in History is hosting a fucking crazy auction next weekend of of animation. Oh yeah, this shit's fucking crazy. Everything from Gertie the Dinosaur to a mountain of Disney stuff and everything in between. So I think what happened, a couple old Disney or uh, animation buffs said must have died because this must be some kind of a state sale because they have everything from Do you think old, it was con- like- old Peanuts stuff from both the original Peanuts, Charles oh, Schultz, wow. R2 stuff from the special animation Do you think it was like a Jonestown sales? mass suicide thing? It or? seems like if you go back like, like all this Chuck Jones stuff from like Dr. Seuss to like just everything Transformers like all 80s oh, wow. like oh, Gem wow. and the Hologram stuff wow. like every uh, from the 50s 40s I pretty much the whole gamut of 20th century animation television wow. film uh, like wow. half of it is Disney stuff but like the other half is just all kinds of crazy like yeah huh. Flintstones if you want to own uh, cells from the title cards of Bewitched or I Dream of Genie, mm-hmm. it's just I wow. order the catalog for this because just from just like an art reference yeah. perspective this the, just owning the physical catalog for this yeah. thing is totally worth it um, I guess there's a titty drawing by Chuck Jones somewhere in here that makes sense. there's uh, I, the very last thing is an original uh Whoever drew the Christmas story, I don't know why this is an animation thing, but whoever drew the Christmas story poster, uh, it's the first uh, draft of the Christmas story poster, except the mom's face is a dude's face for some reason. <laughs> I don't know if that was a joke, because maybe he was just doing stuff for composition, but my didn't, two, like... My two dads. Or didn't have <laughs> reference for the mom, so it's just, like, essentially, it's, like, yeah, it's, it's just very alarming, but, like, like, there's all these, like, model sections of like disneyland park stuff and just like it's just yeah it's a catch-all yeah go to profiles in history the auction's next weekend but it's everyone i've seen on twitter who's has found this has been like holy shit this is fucking nuts yeah and everyone's like oh man i wish if i had 300 dollars i'd totally get a gem in the holograms painted cell or like a background (laughs) from like they have cells from the little mermaid and like even 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 if you're just keeping to the disney stuff it's just runs the whole gamut of disney stuff and like even it was like hey Hey Dylan, thousand dollars I can get you a, a Maleficent cell. <laughs> yeah, so but isn't it crazy? It's fucking just like a flip the now, just like oh my god, you can get you can get a Snoopy and a magic hat, or you get you can get a, a Cybertron uh, Transformers fighting each other. Oh man, just fucking crazy. I love cartoons. Cartoons <laughs> are so stupid. It's all Hanna Barbera. There was a sexy bear in the Hillbilly Bears Hanna Barbera cartoon. Dear There's Lord. a bunch of Simpsons cells. How often do you get to see that yeah, shit? Yeah. And Stampy, Akira? Oh, they have a bunch of uh, Rankin Bass uh, Hobbit stuff too. Oh, I really? Out there. Yeah. Anyway, it's a whole bunch huh. of stuff. I love dumb popcorn. <laughs> Man. Anyway, that's that's what we did this week. Yeah, friends. This was the Boy Hattie podcast. If we stick to our guns and stop doing it at two fifty, theoretically, this is our second last podcast. I don't know if we will. We're close enough. Like I said, we're close enough to Christmas. Might as well do two fifty A and two fifty B. There we go. How many more weeks? Just keep before? naming them two fifty. <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see. Okay, so Chris. Oh, Christmas is on Sunday. Yeah. Merry Christmas. So we either do our last episode. Yeah, let's do our last episode on Christmas. Do you want to record on Sunday? Yeah, is that, that okay? day? That's fine. Yeah, I'm totally fine. Yeah. yeah. 
Do you want to, maybe, 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 we can talk logistics, it's like, but maybe, oh. maybe Billy comes to our house. Yeah, oh, this is the thing. I think Phil Theobald's coming up for Christmas, too, so he'll oh, be really? around if you want to record with him. Oh, man, I want to meet you guys. this time, yeah. Yeah, he's one of our fans, so, yeah, yeah so maybe Christmas Day, or you know, Christmas weekend, at least, we'll figure out stuff, because, yeah, <laughs> I got nothing going on that weekend, there's no reason why I can record and on we're Sunday. off on Monday. So. And I have, but I have a huge work deadline that week, so I maybe lose my mind again. Well, oh, we'll see. no! We'll see. But that's... Three more, so this will be 250. It looks like we're going to really 252. Who's really good at Excel? It's me. I'm not good enough. You are, Annie. You're the best. Thanks. Thanks, friends. Thank you so much. And thanks to you, the sweet listeners of the Boy Hattie Podcast. As always, you can tweet at us at Boy Hattie Podcast on the Twitters. BoyHattiePodcast.com is our website. We'll be back next week to talk more pop culture detritus. Happy holidays. Happy birthday happy to me and Foley. Happy, happy birthday. Happy, happy post-birthday. Birthday, happy pre-birthday. Happy Foley. pre-birthday. Happy post. We're getting old. Christmas is coming. It's the best time of year. <laughs> you know what the best time of year is? What's when up? you eat fondue. Yep. <laughs> what kind of fondue? What, what kind of cheese? Che- I don't, I don't Could you even. choose the cheeses? I mean, I probably. I think, you, like, I think there's a classic fondue, like, cheese. fondue cheese. Oh, there is? Yeah. Did they give you a little pot? Yeah. Like, so yeah. you could like yeah. melt it yourself, like like when you go for like, like it's just hot. Annie's melting, and I need to go Christmas shopping. So I should probably <laughs> yeah. not not try to drag this out. Goodbye, anymore. everyone. Goodbye. Fondue's amazing. Everybody eat fondue. I do. <laughs>